And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. Yep. Sweet souls. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard from Brother Souls in a while. Yeah, Brother Souls. He'll be on eventually. Yeah. The Mass Chris Massey. And the Red Baron. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Lucky Charms? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what it is, you don't know what it is. Oh, because you're into Dr. Pepper. I'm not. He's I'm a Mountain Dew guy. Yeah. <laughs> Born and raised. That's um, right. Starting lineup, uh, I have from Kent Falls Brewing here in Connecticut, Buddy Sprinkles saves the day. Joey Logano! Sprinkle! <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Mass Chris Massey. I have uh, Spectral Beast from Relic Brewing. Also yeah. here in Connecticut? Yes. Where? Uh, Plainville. Following suit with the Connecticut breweries, I have from Counterweight in Hamden, Connecticut, the Crucial Mass Double IPA. Have you had that before? I have not. I wasn't a fan. So that means I'm going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that it, I don't know, did it fit a review, I guess? Yeah. Souls? I have it from Shebean Brewing. <laughs> also in Connecticut. Adding a few extra letters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shebean. Alpaca Blanca. Is that right? Alpaca right. Blanca. It's like a weird farm remix on Carlito's Way. That's right. <laughs> Alpaca Blanca. All right. Uh, asshole not from Connecticut. From Chicago, Illinois. Goose Island. I think it Next. works. I think it's fitting that the Red Baron is the only one that flew somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I right. want the peach. I think Next that's why Coast. I wore that White Sox hat. IPA. This is one of my favorite hats. Did you wear it because of the beer, though? I did not. It was by chance. Chance I, the Rapper, also from Chicago. See, we're, we're bringing it all together here. Segway. I like this hat with my sheet shirt. I don't know all why. together, much like Come Together, a song by the Beatles, performed in Chicago. Rolling. All right. Anyways. Stones, not from Chicago. <laughs> Rolling in the river. We also we also exited the private stock this week because we figured our livers needed a break. We're what? drinking the brand new Crown Royal Peach. Patch. It's called Patch now. No, it's, it's a patch. It's definitely Peach. <laughs> I made it oh, up on the fly. Patch. I Patch Cobbler. All right, uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to do... Uh, Rebecca also got a beer today. Oh, Rebecca, could you please tell us what you're drinking in the same exact accent that Kyle did it in? I, I wasn't paying attention to the accent. Well, I'm sure you could imagine. I got you. <laughs> Alpaca Blanca. Yeah. No, you have to say it. Can't just say yeah. yeah. No. What the yeah. fuck do you think this is? All right. <laughs> well, that was Rita's contribution for the night. All right. Uh, I oh, would shit. like to do an Around the Horde for Ted Lindsay. All right. Um, I'm going to give two, all three at once. Well, no, because you have to save your other two for if they announce why you're doing them. But you're not doing it now because we're in the middle of something. So do your one. I thought there was a cork and I, got it, I thought I got it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the kind of night it's going to be. Uh, Ted Lindsay was a member of the Detroit Red Wings. We covered him in the Riddler's Rankings Detroit edition. Um, but he was he's an honor to the uh, NHL 100, the Hockey Hall of Fame, 
uh, recorded 851 points in his career, and he was just, he was great. He was a line mate of Mr. Hockey, Gordy Howe. But, uh, yeah, he passed away today. Pretty old, though. How old? Guess. 92. 93. 84. Damn. I was right. No, that's not large. 94. Damn. I was right. Because <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't know if Mass put this in his man- monumentous moments, but we can do a, a pass back around the horn. There's another death, anniversary death, uh, for uh, Hank Gathers. Remember I did him? Not. Did you put that in your monuments? No. Uh, Lo- Loyola Marymount star Hank Gathers. Uh, he, he collapsed, had a heart attack on the court in college, passed away right after right after putting a, putting a mean alley oop dunk down. He was supposed to be number one in the draft. Yeah, he was supposed to be really good. All right. Do you want to start with uh, Toast of Excellence? Yeah, we always do. All right. Well, Pass it back for Hank Gathers, right. Dick. Hank Gathers. All right, um, uh, I'll do my Toast of Excellence first because you're right. drinking. Um, mine is to... I have two. One is to Morgan Gobiel. Uh, he's the <coughs> final uh, survivor from the Humboldt Broncos bus accident that happened last year. He's the final uh, member, surviving member to be released from the hospital after 333 days of admission. It's a rough time. But he's back. He's out. So good to him. Good for him. And my other choice of excellence goes to the Mass Chris Massey. Shortest tenured member on the show. Watched more hockey than all of you. <laughs> In a week. The Mass watched a lot of hockey. Moving on to the Mass Chris Massey. Um, well, he has well, Gary I, Coleman on his yeah, I love Gary Coleman. Um, Derek Coleman or Gary Coleman? Grill. Got That's it. George Foreman. Um, but he knew who I was talking about. Because <laughs> <laughs> George uh, Foreman fought Gary Coleman. Who father is Derek Holman? My toast of excellence is to DK Metcalf for putting himself into the top five conversation and then immediately dropping out of it with his horrible okay. three-cone time. I don't think time. it was ever the top five. With his horrible what? Three-cone time. People freak the fuck out when he posted a bad three-cone time. But re- dude, it fucking jacked, Great. ran a 4-3-3. Three, three. Great players suck at the three-cone thing. Mm-hmm. I know. but And bad players are really jacked. Moving um, on, the yeah. mess or the mock or whatever. Where are the fucking household appliance? <laughs> have have Kyle go. I got to remember the name I had. Okay, mine is to Brandon Wheeler. <laughs> All right, <laughs> of the Winnipeg Jets, guy scored four goals last night to beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. Good for you, Kyle. That's right. Good for you. Hey, has anyone ever pitched a perfect game in spring training? No. Because you only go two innings. <laughs> but, like, I'm sure there's been an instance where somebody's pitched a full game. I don't think so. I bet you there has. Somewhere in the annals of I'm, time. I'm sure it's happened, but it would be really kind of counterproductive to Not do it. Not now, at least. I don't think so. <laughs> what if you've got a young kid? Never pitched before. First time ever pitching. Strikes out the side twice in a row. I'd leave him in another inning see what he's got. <sighs> That's cool. Do you remember yours? Yes. I, I had this one kind of in the chamber, but I thought Kyle was going to oh, take it. Wait, yeah, I was just saying. Oh, then say something. He's like showing me his laptop. Like, look at that. Like, you have a mic. Pedro Martinez threw a perfect game in spring training. Oh, shots as an expo. What a terrible manager! <laughs> throw that long in spring training. <laughs> well, it could have been like the game before the season. 
But even still, he's not your opening day starter. Maybe he's not, not at an expo. He was a good expo. He wasn't the number one uh, starter on the he expo. Kershaw's not starting. But uh, my toast, which I'm, I'm pretty surprised Kyle didn't take it, is to Bryce Harper joining the Philadelphia Phillies. Because we're going to get into it. It was, it was finally over with. I'm happy I don't have to hear about it anymore. But he, he signed. What what you, thought you have to hear about it for 162 games. But what I mean is, I was tired of hearing all the, oh, he wants this, he wants this, this team's in, this team's in. I, I was growing tired of it. Because no one cares about Roman Reigns. Red Baron, <laughs> do you have a toast? Yes, minus to James Harden, putting up 42 points versus the Celtics on Sunday. So yesterday? <laughs> well, not if you're listening three days from now. Souls. What if they're listening... Ten days from now. Hmm. <laughs> there lies the problem. Sunday, the... Second. Third? Is it yep. the fourth? Yeah. yeah. You're fired. Mar- March third. We're all fired. <laughs> Peter, you looking for a new job? We need a producer. Doesn't pay well. But there's booze. Doesn't pay at all, actually. No, it pays in booze. All right. <laughs> um, all right, Mass's monumentous moments. Mass's monumentous. Oh, yeah, hold on. Crack them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just sniffing their beer, so I figured I'd do it. Before we start with Mass's monumentous moments, does Will Chamberlain look like a black Kendall? No, Will Chamberlain looks like Otto Porter Jr. No, all right. Does Will Chamberlain look like black Kendall? Look at him in that picture. Do you not see it? Because one eye is smaller than the other and his (laughs) nose is crooked? It's just the way that Kendall smiles. He does the same exact smile. I don't know what, like, uh, you can't be racist against one person, but if you could be, that was what you just did. (laughs) I... Nope. Continue. Masses monumental. Well, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that you're a big fan. In this day in sports history, March 6th, uh, Muhammad Ali changes his name to Muhammad Ali. Cassius <laughs> <laughs> Clay. <laughs> um, Mike Tyson also uh, knocks out Hector uh, Hector Mercedes in round one for his first pro fight victory. We're going to move on to March the 7th. Um, March the 7th, 2009, despite only being 17 years old, Neymar makes his professional debut for Santos. And in 2016, Peyton Manning announces his retirement from the Broncos and from football. Um, Seems like we need to do something there. All right. Um, you waited all the way till March to do that? I remember. Yeah. He was really like hem and hawed for a <laughs> while. Um. You waited for the Super Bowl hype to die down in the parade and everything, if I remember right. Um, March 8th, 1971, Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali's 31-fight winning streak at Madison Square Garden, retaining heavyweight boxing title by unanimous point decision over 15 rounds in the fight of the century. A lot of boxing. (laughs) Not a lot happens during March. (laughs) And I mean, like, college basketball is pretty popular right this time of the year. But nothing... Monumentous has happened for the monumentous moments. Good for you. Good for you for really plugging yourself yeah, in the ass. And the that's plug. yeah, that's it for Mass's monumentous moments. I, think, I thought there was more. Right. <laughs> so it's just made a bunch of noises. <laughs> <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor over here. <laughs> 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 that was good. That was good. <laughs> Kyle knows the sound so well because it's all Bob watches. If he's not watching Tim and the Two Man Taylor, he's watching Tim Allen's new show. It's pretty good. 
All right. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and just say I'm going to take these couple shots right about now. Because I used to talk a lot of shit about a guy. <laughs> a lot of shit. What kind of shit? Jeff, come on in. Uh, his name was Bryce Harper of the <laughs> Washington Nationals. Now he's Bryce Harper of the Philadelphia Phillies. And I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty stoked for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were all talking, hey, when are you going to buy the jersey and whatnot? And I promise you by March 31st, I'll have one. <laughs> I was going to say, did you buy it the second it was announced? No, he's going to buy it when we go to Philadelphia in the stadium. on March 31st. He's so you're going to spend extra money for it. That's fine. All right. And then the best part is, is when we go back to Philly, the Phillies. I'll game, forget we'll, it on the chair. Yeah, forget <laughs> it on the chair, but we'll go back. He'll he'll forget it on the chair. Jeff is gonna be confused because he's like, "Well, do I wear a Nationals Harper shirt or a Pirates McCutcheon shirt?" Right. Um, <laughs> so Jeff will naturally buy a Pirates McCut or a Phillies McCutcheon thing. Yeah. And the second trip, because there's no more trips coming up in the near future, I will persuade Kyle to buy me a Pat Nishik shirtsy. If they have it. Yeah, and if they don't have it. One of Reese Hoskins one. Baby blue. Why are you going to wait till the second trip, though? Because Kyle will say I can't for- afford it because we're going back to Philly next week. Well, hold on. It might be my m- birthday money, so it might be. Are you going the 31st and the following weekend? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Kyle and I sorted this whole thing out. All right. So, did you do your two shots? Doing it right now. All right. Do them. Yeah, I need you to do them right now. This is to Bryce. Right the second. You know, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how long, Paul? I'd like to start a pool before Kyle starts the greatest player in the National League. <laughs> Over, under on three weeks after the season starts? I say before the All-Star break. Next season. Yeah? You think it takes that long? Actually, so what's the, what's the bet? That he's the best player in the that NL? That Kyle's going to start the campaign for he's the best player in the NL. Never. I don't think so. Happen. I don't know. Not not as put it, until until Syndergaard's or Degrom, whatever one he likes, I forget. <laughs> until that one's out of the NL, Kyle Kyle and Kershaw. So so what if we went position player uh, next year? So whatever whichever one he likes gets traded tomorrow. Just hypothetical. Do you think that chance starts tomorrow? No, I still think Nolan Arenado's better. Yeah, that's what I say next year. He said MLB around the whole MLB, and I was like, I'm Never. always going to say Mike Trout. We'll, we'll he, see. He might be a Philly, too. Well, he's not going to be a Philly, Kyle. All right, let's just, let's just do this <laughs> Reports now, came so. in. Bryce Harper talked to Trout a lot. Antonio lie. Brown. You know, some good back and forth this morning, so let's Stop do doing it. that. I can't. No, I'm pissed. <laughs> it's 8.20, so we've got 40 minutes. We're lasting all 40 minutes on Antonio. <laughs> 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 no, so... Antonio Brown, as the world has known, has demanded a trade. The Steelers have chosen that they're going to grant that request and that they're going to send him to wherever they get the best return from, excluding excluding the Patriots. In the division. Nah, I think they would trade him to the Bengals. Would they trade him to the Browns? No, I think they'd trade him to the Bengals. They won't trade him to the Browns because the, the Browns still have to prove they're better than the Steelers. So... I don't really like what's going on. Do you on need right a now. chair? No. Because there's a chair literally right there. No, that's right. I'd rather do this. <laughs> <laughs> we could just not have you on air. Well, I just while he's we're working out our YouTube situation right now. Alright. Well. So So anyway, so there's there's a lot of back and forth between Kyle and Mock about Antonio Brown situation. 
So, Kyle, would you lead it off? Give us a little backstory, being a Steelers fan. Being a Steelers I've fan. I've always loved Brown until all this happened. Because he became a real big douchebag. Okay? Saying, the team, whatever team he goes to, must play by his rules. I'm sorry, dude. You're not the team. You're just a player on the team. And you're only good because Ben forces the ball a lot. Don't get me wrong. He was fantastic. But he won't have the same success anywhere else he goes. Anywhere else. Argue it. Argue it. I'm laughing because for for years when we've always had these, you know, Brown versus Beckham debates, you argued against that Brown was force-fed targets. <laughs> and now, now you're just, oh, he's force-fed. No, the last year he definitely was. He's been his whole career. That that's their offense is that they force well, the ball. Well, and to I Brown. think it's going to benefit the Steelers that he's not there. Now he's just going to throw to the guy that's open instead of trying to make one guy happy. All Maybe right, so. You got you got Juju as your number one now, right? Yeah. What do you got behind him? That's a legitimate question because I don't know the Steelers receiving well, quite well. They have James Washington as a now, but I predict they're going to go get somebody. Okay. And they're very good at drafting receivers in the second and third round. That's true. Like, very good at it. Historically, probably the best. They're also really good at doing it in the sixth round. So, if I could jump in here just for a second. No. You know, as a no. resident Steelers fan, um, this is kind of what it boils down, it stems down to, is that Ben Roethlisberger, as he's done his entire career, has gone on radio shows, TV, whatever, and has been publicly critical of his players. Now, what happened, this incident occurred when uh, he told Brown to get off the field for running an in- incorrect route and had later, you know, went on and, and said some stuff. Now, Brown's point, and I, I could somewhat understand this, is that he doesn't, he'd rather be pulled aside on the sideline and talk to, you know, rather than, hey, let's go, you know, on the radio and talk about it. Now, in turn, Ben, ben is, is the leader. Do that though. He has done that. Yeah, but he's happy. He didn't do it with that situation. No, but he got the media I, just blew that shit up. Yeah. I mean, but perhaps. The the, is, but, but all quarterbacks do that. Not all quarterbacks go on the radio and call out the receivers. Every quarterback has is on the radio show, and they all they, they all get asked questions about it, and they all say things that are like, mm, and but Ben just gets blown up for it because Ben is a gunslinging, makes bad decisions from time to time thrower. <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. If Jay Cutler went on a radio show and blasted one of his receivers, would anybody take him seriously? No. And I don't have a problem with Ben doing this. That's not what I'm saying. I just, and I, to Paul's point, I, I, a lot of a lot of players, not even quarterbacks, a lot of players go on the radio, their local stations. And Now, I, I, I could be wrong. I could have sworn that he went on and talked about that situation, you know, during the time that it happened. I, I just thought that's the way it went down. And, and since that, then this kind of explosion of, of media involvement. So I think Brown is, is really being a pain about all this and like, and has really kind of left a, a bad taste in the, the fan's mouth for sure. But I, I think, you know, he, he doesn't have a terrible gripe about asking for Ben to, hey, Pull me aside. Let's talk about this and not not air out our, our dirty laundry. And I, I think the situation was for sure avoidable and, and savable at many points during this process. And as we've seen the past, we'll call it month or whatever, it, it's evident that it, both parties have nothing to do with each other anymore. And 
I think it, when it's all said and done, you know, when both both players are Brown, retired, they're they're going to regret this entire thing. I don't think that's true at all because Brown's just wrong in every situation, every possible situation you look at this from. Brown's wrong. He hasn't done a single thing right. He, the, I, the, I the, agree. The, the play alone, forget everything else. The play. Yeah, Ben. Ben's a, he forces. He's always been that way. Before Brown, he was that way. He will be it after Brown. He was that way with Brown, and I understand that. But you go back and you look at the Brown Ben struggles. They were struggling at the beginning of the season together. Okay. Well, Ben's throwing the football, and Brown's supposed to be running the route and receiving the football. So where's the issue? Well, let's go back and look at how many receptions for how many yards and how many touchdowns Juju had in that time, or the tight ends. Or uh, what's his face there? Mohawk guy. Connor. Um, yeah, Connor. I mean, everybody else was getting receptions, four yards, and touchdowns and moving the chains. Brown was the only one that was off. Off. If Ben was off, every, nobody would be catching. Ben would, ben would be throwing for 150 yards a game, throwing more picks and touchdowns every game. If Ben was completely off, then everybody would have suffered, but only Brown suffered. He did start slow. Who? Ben. He started slow, but it, but it continued to go on for a while, and it happened last year. But I mean, he's he's typically a quarterback that starts. I wouldn't slow. say Ben started slow at all. I certainly don't they, think he started strong. They they started off zero and two, but they lost forty five to forty two to thirty eight to the Chiefs. Yeah, but then Connor put was up, running. Most then of they those... put up thirty plus points against the Bucks. What, Connor what I was mean, running wild on those games. Though, Connor was it? also receiving like yeah. wild, so. Those, the the running back receiving, I wish they named it something else. In in the first three weeks of the season, Ben threw 313, 450, 375. All right. Then I stand corrected. Into the first game, it's just like the Steelers always start off that way. The the point, and I mean, we, we were arguing again today, but I, I agree that Brown has acted like a child. But... I do think that there is truth into some of what he is saying. I think Roethlisberger is wrong for calling out his receivers in the media. I think that's wrong. You don't see other quarterbacks do that. No, but you see receivers doing that to the quarterback. All the time. And, that, and that's okay? No, but I'm not saying it. I'm not saying, your boy, your I'm not saying it's okay, that. Kyle. But I'm not saying it's but, okay. But you, you have specifically always wanted to call out Ben. For being I'm not calling out Ben. Because Ben does that. I didn't call out Ben. You have, I'm saying. Though. That there's some truth to what Brown is saying in that, like Kendall just said, if Ben has a problem, it should be handled in the locker room. It should not be out in the media. I'm not saying Brown is right or, or any other player is right for calling out a quarterback or anybody One in the thing media. That we're never going to see is, too, is I would like to know if Ben ever tried to approach Brown because Brown doesn't That's listen. That's true. That's true. We've It's been noted that Brown doesn't listen. I mean, in a must-win game in order to make the postseason, Brown decides I'm not going to play because fuck my team. That's not a receiver you want on your team. That's not a player. You I, want I on agree. I, I also like, think some of this falls back on Tomlin, and that this should have been nipped a long time ago. Unless, like you just said, we don't know if they tried. The thing is, is I don't, I don't blame Tomlin for it. Only because, from Tomlin's standpoint, it, it, it's not Tomlin's decision on whether or not to not play Brown. That's a, that's an upper management issue. I understand. That's an ownership issue on whether or not Brown should be played or should have been traded or whatever. If he's available to play, Tomlin's got to play him. Otherwise, Tomlin's going to lose his job. Yeah. So w- the way that this the world the, we're seeing it time and time again from all these players across the league in 
other leagues too, specifically the NBA. It's the NBA and the NFL really that, that the divas come from. But it's this generation of players that it's I'm more I'm the most important person on the team. I'm all yeah. that matters. I deserve all the money. And the fact of the matter is is Brown in my opinion, Brown is pissed off and upset because Brown wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL, not receiver, player. I think he wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL. And that's not going to happen. Sorry. But, so, what's next best? Be the best, highest paid receiver in the NFL. Okay. The Steelers made a mistake with all that guaranteed money they gave him. They shouldn't have given him all that guarantee, that upfront guaranteed. And they did. And this is how he's acting now that he's got his money and knows he can be moved on. Yeah. Because if he bails, he's not, he keeps his, he got his money already. But my thing with Brown is, is that Brown knows he's not the best receiver in the NFL. I don't. He he might you know he might say he is, but I think he deep down knows he's not the best receiver in the NFL, and I think he knows that in within the next two years he won't be the best receiver on the Steelers. That's fair. Schuster's already making arguments to be as good as Brown. Who's the best receiver in the NFL right now? DeAndre Hopkins. All right. I can get on that. DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the NFL. I don't. DeAndre think Hopkins was putting up Antonio Brown numbers. With Matt Schwab as his quarterback, <laughs> I don't think there's any argument. Matt Schwab was better at throwing touchdowns to the other team. Has <laughs> DeAndre got in his second contract yet? Yeah, he just uh, yeah. But no. the thing is, I though, mean, last year I, I, Brown has benefited from being over targeted. Definitely, yes, yeah, but I agree, absolutely. Last, but in Schuster's rookie year, Schuster put up 500 less yards than Brown and two less touchdowns on half the receptions. Last year they had about the same receptions. Schuster was like six more than Brown. Let me ask you this: though. And Schuster led in touchdowns or led in reception. He had like 150 more yards and eight less touchdowns. No, he had like 250 more yards. Uh, Schuster finished with over 1,500 yards, and Brown finished with over 1,200. Let me ask you this question, though: I think How it much was closer? Do you think that Schuster benefited? Be wrong. Do you think Schuster benefited a lot from uh, teams drawing to Antonio Brown over him? Yes. No, I think so. No, because as the as the, the year went on, more teams were doubling Schuster than they were Brown. But Schuster, Schuster's, Schuster's going to be a better receiver than Brown. The only thing that Brown has on his side, in my opinion, is Brown has a good, like, uh, what's the, what's it called? Like, what do they call it in Madden? Um, incredible catch ability. Yes. Yeah. And Brown still has Brown has the speed to get around DBs because he's smaller, but yes. he's not fast. I mean, he's fast. Like, don't get me he's faster than me. But he's not <laughs> what you consider a speedy receiver. I think Schuster's faster. Schuster's definitely. Obviously bigger. He can jump higher. He's got bigger hands. He's got a better reach. And I think that Schuster's already is as good of a route runner as Antonio Brown. Juju finished with 1426. Brown had 1,297 for yards. Schuster's still better than Brown. I, think I, I don't <laughs> think you could say he's better yet. I think, I think Smith-Schuster is going to be a lot like Hines' award. No, I, I don't think he is. I think, Schuster, I think Schuster's going to be something you guys have never had. I don't think he's going to be like Hines because Schuster's not the guy that... Schuster, the physicality we've seen from Schuster has come from youth, from being dumb, like what he did to Perfect. That was just from being dumb as a rookie. That's not him being physical. I don't think he's going to be like a Hines Ward, Andre cool. Johnson type receiver. I think what you have is I think that you have in Schuster, I think you have everything that you should have had that the NFL should have had in a career for Brandon Marshall. I think that's what you're going to have. A big-bodied receiver, 
that's going to go up and get the football, who's going to fight for the yards after the catch, who's going to make the incredible catch. That's that's what you guys have. It also takes a lot for Larry Fitzgerald to come out and say something. And he was 100% right. He Kyle, Listen, I'm not agreeing with what Brown is doing. Brown is wrong. The point I'm making is that I think there is truth behind him some of what he is saying. I agree with that purely because... Do we think that uh, Le'Veon had somewhat of the same problem? Le'Veon, to me, was just money. He just wanted money. That's is it because it? he's black? A lot of people have said he's a great locker room guy. He just wanted the money. It is it nothing. because he's black? No. Bell's selfish for personal, like, personal, like, financial reasons. He wants, to, he wants to get all the money in the world that he can before it's time for him to retire and then whatever. He just, he just wants to amass yeah. as much dollars as possible. Bell was not a locker room problem. Brown... Brown has this mentality that he's going to be better than Jerry Rice. And he's not. He's just not. Brown's not going to go down as a top ten receiver in NFL history. Ship him to Washington. Show him what it's like to play without Ben. Even Tennessee. My whole whole thing is with the NFL, because Ben goes out. Sure, Ben has gone on his radio station and criticized Brown for running the wrong routes. But... That's the extent of it. He's not. He doesn't pulled the Cole Beasley move and gone out and, and blasted ownership. You know, he, he's rel. You know, other than his initial thing, he's relatively been clean off the field. <laughs> and and he's a great locker room guy, with the exception of Antonio Brown. That's the only person he's ever had issues with. One guy out of how? When did Ben get drafted? Oh four. Yeah. Well, when he was younger, Ben was a big time douchebag. Yeah. A lot of people hated him. But that's but that's how you are as a young quarterback. A young quarterback, especially one that finds success as early as Ben did, you get a big head. After that second motorcycle accident, he really figured it out. <laughs> Didn't take the first one. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like, but that's how any young quarterback is. And take any young quarterback. You don't. You don't think that Cam Newton? What would Cam Newton have been like if he won a Super Bowl in his first three years in the NFL? Oh God. No, I. It, I most young quarterbacks are that way. That's just how they. Like are. Ryan Clark today said. Hold on one second. It's a, but this is, this is the thing. It's a results-oriented business. This is this is, NFL is a results-oriented business, and as much bullshit as Ben is might have pulled in his radio station, and as much bullshit as Brown is continuing to pull off off the field and do all this shit and put his own foot in his mouth and really just make a bad case for himself as a person, let alone an NFL player. Ben doesn't need Brown to win. No, he did it without him. Yeah. Two things I want to say. One, Brown, Ryan went, Clark. Brown went to one Super Bowl, right? No, he went to he the one they lost. I don't think he, he was. He wasn't on the team yeah. when they lost to the Packers. Oh, he might have been his rookie year, right? So, year. but what, what but he wasn't that? an important part. No, exactly. So he what? They won without Brent Brown. So two things Ryan Clark said today that really caught my eye. If Ben was when Ben wasn't on the field, when it was with Mike Vick, Josh Dobbs, Landry Jones, Brown wasn't Brown wasn't the guy. He was always it was always the second or third receivers that really have made the plays. Second thing I want to say is that I never met a guy that really fucking hates a guy like Ryan Clark hates Antonio Brown. <laughs> After the interview, you see Ryan Clark just putting his head down with his hand over his eyes and just like this guy's a fucking idiot. He he is. There there's no argument to say that he's not acting like a child. No, it, I'm just saying like Ryan Clark just fucking hates this guy. He played with him. And apparently he was like that, just low key when he How was. How great younger. would it be if nobody offered the Steelers anything? They're just like, we don't want to deal with this in our locker rooms. And they kept him. 
I think at this point he just wouldn't play. Right? Yeah, fine. He doesn't. If he doesn't, he's under contract. So if he doesn't play, if 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 he ends up staying with the Steelers for whatever reason and chooses not to play, he will get fined. Unless, Bell, he, unless Bell, he like retires. Yeah, if he retires, that's what I mean. Like, but, right, but, yeah. but that's not going to do him any good because if he retires, the Steelers still own his rights. Yeah, so he can't come yeah, out of retirement and did. play somewhere else. So it's not like Bell. Well, Bell didn't sign his tag, therefore didn't get paid. The Steelers just okay, fine. But yeah. Brown's being paid; he's under contract. If Brown was on the Steelers at the start of the year and didn't play, they'll find him. And if he sat out the whole year, they'll take him to court. They'll take him. They'll take him to court, and they'll get guaranteed money back. Oh yeah. And he'll be in a lot of trouble. So, and and Brown, as much of an asshole as he is, is not stupid. If Brown ends up on the Steelers, Brown's got to play, and Brown is going to realize very quickly how fast he can go from a wide receiver one to a wide receiver three. Oh, I agree. I, like I said, I say you trade him in division and you let your defense light him up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? There's actually mock drafts out there that said the Steelers are going to draft his cousin just out of spite. <laughs> Marquise Brown. They said like they really think they're gonna draft him and just like have show. him play linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> no, like not not towards him. Like they, he would be a receiver, but like I just want and Antonio, then start about this, over. This is all I want. This is this is all I want. I want just this. Everything will be done after this. I want a WWE style <laughs> Hell in the Cell tag ta- tag team match: Brown and Bell versus uh, Villanueva and Pouncey. <laughs> Pouncey uh, just came out in the air so many times and just had Pouncey would kill him. I think Pouncey yeah. Pouncey would kill Bell before he'd kill Brown. <laughs> but that's what, that's what I want to say. You know, I think I'd pay money to see it. I think the Castro said it best. He said, "Like we're we're all on a team here. If you don't want to be here, get the fuck out." Pretty much. That's what I mean. Like to me, he goes, "I, I love being a Steeler, and this is not the way that we played in the past." Like, I, I was trying to make the point before. I don't blame Tomlin, but I, at some point, he we may not know, but he should have tried to nip this and get it squared out. Was I think that... he poorly handled the Bell situation. Yes. But the Brown situation, I think, was out of his control. Because I, it's but just... It, it didn't have to be. He he could have gotten involved in some capacity. I don't think... It it's your locker room. But, 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 but outside of benching Brown, what could he have done? Nothing. You get, of... you get these guys together. You gotta have them work it out. But... They're make, not make an attempt. You make an. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, uh, but but do you know that he didn't? I don't. I don't. Say, you said that. I, I I would refuse to believe that Tomlin that there wasn't an attempt made. I know that Be- there and there there's been there's reports of Ben reaching out to Brown in the season to talk to him about stuff, mm-hmm. and Brown refusing to be a part of it, and Brown not showing up to practice, and then the last game of the season kind of shows you that even if they did make an attempt, even if they didn't make an attempt, if they did, would it have mattered? No. Yeah. They wouldn't have. He 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 bailed on his team in a game that they could have gone. I mean, granted, yes, it fell it fell to the Cleveland Browns not being the Steelers' responsibility if they made the playoffs or not. But they made the playoffs without Brown. What do you do then? You can't not play Brown. That's what I'm saying. It would have cost Mike Tomlin his job. Upper management. This was upper management's issue. They should have nipped this in the bud. That's fair. They should have. They should because they have the abilities to suspend Antonio Brown. They mm-hmm. have the ability. To find him and do do whatever. Mike Tomlin doesn't. Ha- Mike Tomlin's job is to win games, and if Mike Tomlin isn't playing Antonio Brown when he's available, Mike Tomlin's going to lose his job. Yeah, he's going to get fired real quick. Dave, there, there, somebody said that Mike Tomlin has dealt with Antonio Brown just because of how good he was. They said Brown's been like this for a while, and he's just been dealing with it. 
you know, at some point you got to say something. But like after that Facebook thing, I think that that's when Tom was just like, "Fuck it, I can't do anything anymore." Yeah. Like I already, I already find him. You know, I don't know if he got suspended for that. Do you, the Facebook live in the locker room? Yeah. Is that what you mean? I don't think so. I don't he think he get got suspended. But like the thing is, just like I don't think he can literally do any more than what he did. He like he came out and said, "Don't fucking be a, a jackass." But at the end of the day, Tomlin's just like, I got to play him, even in how arrogant he is. What was kind of crazy, too, I mean, at least from, like, our perspective, we almost kind of thought that Brown was a team. I mean, he restructured to try and get Bell his money. He, he, so you kind of got he the impression that. that facade, yeah. That's the thing. I think you know, that this year, I think when week 10, I think that was the boiling point for Brown. When week 10 came and Bell didn't show up to sign, I think Brown put it in his head that we don't have Bell. We're not going to win the Super Bowl. I want out. I think Brown wanted out since week 10. I do. I think he wanted out since week 10. I think he went out and he made the case for himself, touchdowns and all this stuff, the yards, whatever, and that he, so he could go out. Because the, the other scumbag thing to attest to Brown is that he got all his guaranteed money. It was a poor structured deal by the Steelers with the guaranteed money yeah. and when he got it. But... You live and you learn from it. There's no but, rumors about him being a dickhead like that when that happened. Though. What? Hey, Glenn. So, like, when they gave him that contract, Facebook. When they gave him that contract, they were just they they thought you know Brown was this standout guy. Talking to our listeners. Yeah, but you just said how you doing? Hey, Glenn. Oh, it's not what it sounded like. How you doing? Anyways, but like, <clears throat> I think what it really came down to, and when. The team MVP came out, and they all voted Juju as the team MVP. That's when Brown was sitting there like, they don't appreciate me. And that's not the case. I think it is the case. What, that they don't appreciate him? Yeah, or that he felt like I don't it? think they appreciate him. I think they did. You bailed on your team. No, no that no. was before. That. That no, it wasn't. 16. Team MVP happened after he bailed on his team for the last game of the it season. Was, it was right before. They voted it, team MVP before yeah, the last Yeah, it, it was season. right before because that was yeah. when he he got moved out of the practice and then he didn't show well, up. It was, it was like right before. But either way, like it doesn't matter. Like, who gives a shit if you're team MVP or not? Was he captain? Brown, no. You don't really. Wide receivers usually aren't yeah. captains. It's well, usually he, offensive lineman, quarterback, maybe a tight end or a running back. It's got to be somebody that can de- call, can like see the whole and like a right. kicker, the whole play develop. <laughs> well, that's your special teams. You have yeah. to have a special teams captain. I mean, how do we know that was was he ever an MVP team MVP in the past? Yeah, he was. So what's I would big, imagine. What's the big deal then? Like, oh, I have to be it every year? Like, come Cause, on, because it like, comes back to the diva mentality. It's like, like Paul's when he wants to be the right. best. No, I understand you know, that. I just I'm trying to it's figure like, out dude, the thought process. It's, get over it. You know what? Ju- after that Saints game, when Juju fumbled, right? You saw him sitting on the bench, and you saw him crying. Because he knows he fucked up the season pretty much. But guess who fucked it up more? Him. Because they were driving right down the field about to score a touchdown. He's not the reason they lost that game. No, the defense and the ref fucking pass interference calls, but let's not get into that. But, like, that's the type of guy that really cares about where he is. If Brown did that, he would have went to the sideline and started laughing. See, but... Devil's advocate, not to say Juju's going to become this, but Brown was similar to that early in his career also, where he had that same emotion and then he got paid. So I'm not saying Juju's going to become this, because I, I don't think he will. But Brown's never, 
they might have they might have showcased similar passions on the field, but Brown's never been had the off the field personality that Juju's had. No, not at all. He he doesn't now. Ju- Juju Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that personality now. He no, just looks he, like an idiot. Yeah, he's <laughs> never had that. Like Juju is just showing that. Like he's having so much fun just being there. He really is. He's living his best life. He's one of he's my favorite. Twenty players. years old. He's not even twenty one yet, and he's he's showing how much he cares about the game. He cares about his teammates. He wants to win, and I get like Brown was kind of like that in the beginning. I have a question. This is this is entirely speculation. This perhaps doesn't mean anything, but we talked about he kind of came up from a, a very heavy wide receiver grouping in Pittsburgh with the you know Mike Wallace, Heinz Ward, uh, Manuel Sanders. Brown? But Brown. none of those guys were like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, Wallace. all those guys kind of, like, departed, you know, retired or, yeah. you know, signed anywhere. And then suddenly he was kind of, like, forced into the, the, the spot. And I'm not trying to, like, make excuses, but do we think that at all, you know, him, him not being the guy and then becoming the guy so quickly? I think that's what he wanted. Because the Steelers yeah, had a I, choice, remember? It was either Mike Wallace... Or Brown Sanders. And that's that's kind of the same thing. Mike Wallace was never the same after he left Ben. He got a taste of reality, what it's like to not have a quarterback. He went to Miami, I, right? Yeah. I also think that the difference between a Mike Wallace and Antonio Brown is light years. Yes. Well, but, but at the time, everyone right. thought that Mike Wallace, Wallace was the was better. Wallace was the He stretched yeah. the field. He was, a, he was a deep threat guy more. But also at the same time, you had Emmanuel Sanders, right? We first Personally, I fucking hated the guy when he was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy fumbled wide open field, but Listen, Steelers love fumbling, Kyle. <laughs> they they love it. But like like Emmanuel Sanders even came out and like he doesn't like he never liked Brown either. So maybe he didn't like Ben either though. Yeah, but like he was more on Ben's side than he was on Brown's yes. side. Like yeah, he said, you know what, you don't call out your player, but you know what, you also don't do this shit. Exactly. But mm-hmm. uh, see that that's the point I was trying to make to you before is that Brown is wrong, but I think there's truth into some of what he is saying. I think Ben has said things publicly that he shouldn't have. He pulled a Tiki Barber. Well, well, he wasn't disparaging. Tiki was a little, <laughs> a little rougher, but. but like on the same page though, that like Ben called him out on the field. And in that, practice, it, it's one thing. In practice, yes, yes. But, yes, but that's where I think that Antonio Brown got pissed off. I'm like, dude, you know what? He's your quarterback. You but didn't Brown, run, run. But Brown was like that all season. I'm just saying that but you, you, shouldn't you, ran, be you ran the wrong route. Yeah. He's if he yells I, at you, I that's a that. good leader. On the field, it's fine, but to do it in the in the media is not that that that's not cool. And what Brown did for the barbershop thing with LeBron also fucking bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. Brown, but, but Brown, <laughs> I agree. But Brown's been doing it all season. Yes, Brown disappeared from training camp before the season yeah. started. He showed up saying, in a helicopter, saying that he had a lower leg injury, came back to practice wasn't limping, a reporter asked him if he really had an injury, and he lashed out at the reporter and threatened the reporter. Didn't pre- he also say... In the preseason. Do you not remember that? I remember Week that. Week two, he that, threw yeah. a huge fit and threw his helmet at, when they lost, losing to the Kansas City Chiefs. Didn't somebody even tr- All week something? long, he was fighting with... All season long, he fought with reporters and that, had issues. It was a whole season meltdown for him. Yeah. He tweeted... Some reporter tweeted something. He was like, trade me then and find out. That happened like week five or six. Yeah, that was... That, that, was, that was, um... It was someone saying that Brown can't play without Ben or something along those lines. And you know what? I, I appreciate everything that Brown did as, as, for the Steelers. But your time is done. Go away. But Bye. you know what? I honestly think that the Steelers will be just fine without him. I think you got a good running back in Connor. You got a good wide receiver in Juju. You got two fantastic tight ends who catch the ball. You go one get of the best a, offensive linemen in football. You get another receiver in the draft or you sign one. doesn't matter. You're fine. 
I think you can even bring Terrell Pryor in the mix and he'll be fine. <laughs> no, you think about it. Good name. Could you think play quarterback? No. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell Pryor, when he was in the Browns, was very good. Then he went to the Jets, didn't have a quarterback, sailed off. Went to the Redskins, all their quarterbacks, broken legs, didn't play well. You bring in a Pittsburgh, he can probably do something again because he had the quarterback to do something with. How about you guys just like you know like actually put Hayward Bay on the field for <laughs> you know, not special You teams. can do that too. Like he's very like he he showed nothing but you know loyalty to the Steelers and plays hard on special teams. And, and also not for nothing, I know you dislike him, but Eli Rogers isn't a bad receiver. He's a slot guy. You can't put him in the outside. No, but hey, that guy was going to be the best receiver in the league a couple years ago. No, I, I I picked him up in fantasy because I thought he was going to be a good fantasy player. <laughs> Big difference. I, I am interested to see Juju in the number one role because yes. I, I think he is an extremely talented receiver. I mean, he's very from, young, especially though. from that draft. I mean, he he's an outstanding talent. So I'm interested to see him with the number you know one he's spotlight. A smart on him. kid, and I think he learned from Brown. And I, do, uh, for for your sake as a Steelers fan, I hope so because you don't want to see this again if he didn't, in four you got years. Guys like Eli Rogers coming back, Ryan Switzer. You go get another guy out of the draft. You can talk about Ryan Switzer. Kyle. Yeah, Come you know on. what? Though? That guy played phenomenally for us. I don't care what you say. He's he's a special teamer, though. He's not. No, a... he played a lot of receivers when. You know, he's he's going to be that scrappy third down and three yard guy. I'm not saying he's Julian Edelman, but I'm saying he's like Julian Edelman type. I wouldn't go as far as that. No, I, no, I, like he's a slot guy. He's going to pick up. He fights for the extra yards. Right. I think he's fighting for every chance to be on the field. I, I like him. I like him a lot. I'm glad I mean, we I'm have okay him. with him being a third receiver. I, really I um, am. I think the Steelers need to go out and get that physical receiver because I don't think Juju's quite that receiver where he's the, you know, that Des Bryant bully guys around. And I think DK the Steelers Metcalf. are going to. I mean, really, like no, I think they're going to need I, if that they type of receiver. receiver in the first round. I'd be pissed at the Steelers fan. What do you want in the first round? Linebacker. Inside, inside linebacker. <laughs> linebacker. Well, if they don't get anyway, Devin no Bush what. or Devin White, it's a failed draft. I don't think that anybody besides Bush will fall. No. Which one? Which we're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing this. <laughs> All right. We're not doing draft, mock drafts. That's not what this is going to turn into. All right. We're talking about it around the horn. Todd Gurley has no cartilage in his knee as arthritis. Go. Which, I tell you, we, we speculated weeks. There was more to that injury. Yeah, you know what? He's going to stem cell research, and he'll be fine. Oh, yeah, they're going to stem cell it, and he'll have a new knee. <laughs> I mean, Todd Gurley will never be the same player. His best years are behind him. Are we talking about Parker I don't think at so. any point right now? He's going to go to Panama, and they're going to shoot stem cells into his <laughs> knee. And he's rushing for 2,500 yards next year. <laughs> I, heard around, I heard around the horn. Sean McVay is the reason they lost that Super Bowl. Sean McVay is part of the reason they lost that Super Bowl. No, he's the reason. Also, Jerry Goff playing like a complete I don't coward. give a shit what the issue is. If you put on the uniform... You're playing. They didn't uh, play Gurley. I agree. He started off with two 10-plus yard rushes, and then they didn't use him. I, I don't give a shit if he's got two bullet holes in his knee. If he's wearing a uniform, he's running. I agree. He just couldn't cut to the right. Oh, then it. cut to the left. <laughs> There's a whole other side of the football field. Kendall, how wide is the football field? 53 feet? Yeah, something like that. But if you know he's not going to go to one side, fucking line up on the other side. Done. You know what? I think okay. he'll deal with the and, pain and go to okay, the right. Okay, good. You guessed what side he's going to. Now you still have to bring him down. No. Um, you know the how offensive many times line people... also got whipped that entire game. <laughs> you so. know how many times people predicted where Marshawn Lynch was going? The Saints did it in the playoffs. <laughs> Guess what didn't matter? <laughs> that. Are we talking about Harper right now? No. No. Because no. we should probably talk about that. We what? should not. We have to talk about it. You signed, Hold okay. on. We, we got time. Signed a 13-year deal for $330 million. What else you want to talk about? That doesn't involve the actual season. 
Oh, the significant the significance of the contract and why it Yep, we can't talk about that. <sighs> Whatever. Comes at a later point. <laughs> guys, I just want to boast about your favorite player. <laughs> not my favorite your player. Who's your favorite second player. favorite player on the Phillies? It's not. Who's your second favorite player? Reese Hoskins. Hoskins. Bullshit. <laughs> no, it is. Give it till like the middle of March. <laughs> I give it I give it till March thirty first. <laughs> I'm very loyal to my team. Okay. And Harper's on that team. I, I'm saying like I'm very loyal to the guys that would been there. I've always Reese been. has been there for like what three, two years, <laughs> two years. But it doesn't matter. And he he's, really has. But he's been anything. there, guys. But he was there when they for struggled. What? Are we here? God, he's been there for two years. Todd and Kyle. they suck. It's not everybody, like he's Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> everybody, with the exception of the year you won the World Series, has been there when you struggled. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna go with Dubal Herrera. That's not true either, because you said that you wouldn't care if he was gone next season. Because the guy goes through big stretches. Well, I, you can't say your second favorite player is somebody that you're okay can with. Can you leaving. just say it's Bryce Harper? It's not. But it is. Not. It is, Kyle. <laughs> Not. You can fight. Uh, by by all star break, probably will be. <laughs> you but can fight it all you want. Because we all know my favorite player is never going to be Bryce Harper. It's Michael Franco. No. <laughs> no. If Aaron Nola ever goes on the DL, Bryce Harper's getting tattooed on Kyle's on board, chest. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the first thing that DL. guy said. First thing Bryce Harper said. Glad I don't have to face that fucking guy. Yeah, he also said he can't wait to bring a championship to D.C. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. <laughs> we should send him some private stack. First of all, you know what? Fuck it. I love this signing. It was a great signing. He might not be my second favorite player. It's only a matter of time for Kyle's an Eagles fan. No. <laughs> yeah, because Bryce was like, Bell, come to the Eagles. Let's win championships together. Kyle will be an Eagles fan. Closet Eagles fan. Trout, baby. Well, Trout's okay, not so going to the Phillies so, now. So you're going to like the Eagles because of Mike Trout? No, Mike Trout's going to be Eagles eat Trouts. Two years. He's not. Tell me why. Because he's not, Kyle. He can't tell you You can't. Because he's not. Every time not I say discussion. that. Hold on. We're not Hold. having it. No, I'm going to have it's this discussion. It's part of later. Because every time I, have, every time Kyle, I say that, he goes, no. why can't you just accept that it's part of later and just leave it? Oh, a lot of echo. <laughs> that pisses me off, like what he just said. Kendall's, Kendall's messing everything up. He had to call Peter. You know that Peter was upstairs baking a nice roast? He had to come down here to do this. Every time I say that answer... Kyle, just save it for the next hour. Oh, I'm getting so aggravated with Mike. <laughs> yeah, clearly, you called him Mike. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Give me the private side. Give me hell, you owe me five push-ups. All right. No we're going to go, do a little bit a little bit longer of a break because i got some stuff to take care of. Okay, never mind. I guess we're not going to break. Um, all right, we're going to go to break. Bye, guys. We're going to go to... Is gonna Hold your horses asking. there, guy. You're drinking all the private stock. All right, bring it over. No, the private stock, not oh, the not the crown. Shit. Um, we're gonna go to break. A uh, little lengthy break. We got some stuff to take care of, and then the next hour we got some fun stuff to talk about. We'll see you soon. And now, back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with drunk, Brassels. Um, so. We're going to do, we did it before, the our version of the Around the Horn. It's called Around the Keg now, that's what I'm calling it. Around the Keg. Michael Bennett might not be in any more Sixer games. Good. Why? He's getting shot. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's getting shot. <laughs> All right, so Mass Maybe gonna, it's Philly. Mass said that he wants to read the topics. So Mass, here's the topics. Here they are. Right I thought front. you just ripped the paper. <laughs> here's the, the topics. And then write everybody's name just down. You can keep scores. Right. People who make good points. People who make stupid points. Okay. I love gonna... you. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, because you have no idea what Say we're Say it back. About. Nope. I love Mach 2. Wow. I love you, Kyle. 
I love you so much. You have no idea how much I love you. I had to shovel everything. Except the front porch. Which I gotta do tomorrow. Yeah. So. Your dad said that he's waking you up. Because he's not working tonight. He's waking you up at 7 a.m. to do it. Why isn't he working tomorrow? Because right. you got the day off. Hey. So what do you got for us, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, Bob deserves to be here. He just never will. Where's the bell? It's under the... Under the... Shut up, Pops. I know you're not listening. The cover right me. there. <laughs> the most illiterate man to come You're not going to do what I think you're going to do, are you? What? What, what do you think he's going to do? Throw it. Oh, he doesn't even know where it is. Yeah. Well, you talking, I thought there was a popcorn bag over there. A popcorn there is. bag? What? Peter likes What popcorn. is it, two minutes? Yeah, we'll do two two or two and a half. You can do whatever. Whatever you decide. If we if we get pressed for time, you can cut it. Start big, go low. All right. Um, here. Get your timer ready. Don't ask the question if you don't have the timer ready. Yes, the Dolphins are going to trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is he under contract? No, he's not free agent. Oh. I had a segment actually about him like two weeks ago. We never got to it. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> That'd be a pretty Dolphins move though. Trade for a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, like this a lot. And I'm kind of afraid for myself. Who is the new Browns of the NFL now that the Browns aren't the Browns anymore? Cardinals. Dolphins. Cardinals? Dolphins. Cardinals. Hmm. That is a good question. Raiders. Oh, that. They might be the front runner, but no. <laughs> um, hmm. Until they make the playoffs, the Browns. <laughs> All you right. Know what? You know what? Browns, same old Browns. I'll take another one for that. I, I think I agree with Kyle and say the Dolphins. That team to me is going to be a I might a be crying on the way home again. <laughs> Great. I do. I think the Dolphins are going to be a dumpster for the next few years. You're going to be crying pre or post buttermilk crispy chicken sandwich. Post. In the middle of. We're not stopping that. All right. He says that until I buy it for him. Does Harper make the Phillies the favorite for the NL East? Yes. Tell you what. Yeah. That was this week's Twitter poll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to discuss it. That's a good segue. I, I think so. I, I a lot go, of reports still say they're not. Still say the Braves are the best team in the. I these. say it goes a step farther, and I think they're the best team coming out of the NL. Ooh, I do. I think it's going to come down to them and the Brewers. I don't know. I still think there's a lot of firepower with the Cubs. I still think the Dodgers are a force to be reckoned with. I don't. I don't. I either. think the Dodgers' time is over. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, as far as the NL East, I think it definitely makes them a front runner. The Marlins are nowhere fast. The Mets can be injured in you know three weeks time. <laughs> um, the Braves. Bra- hold on, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just the, the Braves are very flip floppy. Coming off a good year, but I I tend to think that those results will not be duplicated. They did again. nothing to help that team. Well, I guess yeah. Their so, pitching staff is still considered of Julio Teran as their ace. I'm sorry, but the guy's done. He had a four and a half ERA last year. You have Mike Fulton Evans, but he's either on or he gets eight strikeouts to ten strikeouts a night, or he gives up five uh, runs a game. There's no in between with that guy. I think that Phillies lineup is very good. Uh, it will top five, six, no doubt. Um, the only team I think can, that can I'm sorry, the only team I think that can really be with them is the Nationals because of the four. Big pitchers in the starting rotation. Well, right, that that pitching staff is great, but you know that's that's a lineup that's kind of young and somewhat unproven. It's going to depend on the kids, right? And uh, like like I said, the Mets they could probably hit a bunch of home runs this year, but 
it's kind of been a lot of the same in the past five. So you we'll gotta, see. You got to figure the Phillies were a team that were surprising all of us all season until what June when they just spun out and it and it derailed. August, well, it's like half the season. August, August, June, they were good. It was towards the end of the year where they. That's right. When they acquired all the older guys, it's when they decided, hey, we're gonna fucking suck. To me, I think the Nationals are gonna be a team that is probably gonna end up having to like blow it up this year. I, I think they're gonna spiral out. And and have to start trading away pieces to start a rebuild. No way, man. Dozier's gonna hit forty. I, I think uh, forgot he went there. I think the division is Let's the see. Phillies to lose. This is a quick thing it doesn't have to count for anything, but it doesn't. I honestly don't think the Braves have the Braves got Josh Donaldson at thirty three, thirty four years old. I don't believe they have what it takes. They have Ronald Acuna, but that's they're very a lot of leadoff home runs. <laughs> then he gets hit. Now, Freddie Freeman, and then it, it dies down drastically. Let me ask, uh, we'll do a quick minute on this one. Um, who did Machado like sign that. with? Padres. Padres. For the Padres and for the Phillies, what is considered uh, loss of the season for them now? Like, what's considered a negative for the season? I'll go first. So, the Phillies, if they don't win the division, bad. If they don't win the division, that no, no, no bueno. The Padres are gonna just not be win good. sixty games. <laughs> They're still bad. They're still a terrible team. I think if the Phillies don't make the playoffs, it sucks. They don't have to win the division. No, I think they have to win. The I division. think they have to win the division. You but, just spent three hundred and thirty million. Yeah, but I think I, there's still a lot of like the pitching's still like kind of what if. Okay, but so let me ask you: if you make the wild card game and lose it. Is that okay? Yeah, it's a big no. step in the right direction. Not really. I don't think so because you guys should have been. You guys should have been there last year. Yeah, I, I think you guys I have to win the division. I just don't trust the four, three, four, five. If that makes sense. But but I think you're you guys have a strong enough lineup. You just traded for Realmuto. You you guys have the firepower. Also, Padres seventy. They they. I don't think I know a single starting pitcher on that team. Yeah, they're they're not good. I thought they had Clayton Kershaw, uh, Clayton Richard, Clayton Kershaw. I went to the Padres. Clayton Richard, but he's <laughs> with gone. Garrett Blunt. <laughs> oh, they're winning it all. <laughs> he's a, he's gonna be a tiger next year. Blunt. <laughs> yeah, not next year. The year after. Where's he gonna play? Center, running back. Wow. Center. Another name for tiger is Bangle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Did DK Metcalf solidify himself as a top ten pick after the combine? He had a 4-3-3-40, 27 reps at 225, 40.5-inch vert, uh, 11-and-2-inch uh, broad jump, and he is 6'3 and 228 pounds and has 1% body fat. May, may I take the Which isn't true. And that's also very dangerous. Yes. He doesn't have 1% body fat. It's 1% body fat. Like It's something to go with like 1% body fat on major muscle groups or something like that. It's not 1% body fat. You'd be dead. Yeah, oh, you, by the way, no shot. that. He's basically just a piece of beef jerky. No shot. He, you got. Um, you, sorry. Can, can I? Do you know the top ten picks like off the top of your head? Yeah. Who is it? You really got to say. Well, I'm saying because you, you're, we're asking if he's a top ten pick. I, Cardinals, Forty ers Jets, Raiders, Buccaneers, Giants, Jaguars, Lions. Goes on from there. I mean, the Jaguars might. No. I mean, Jaguars are gonna go defense. That's right. Like this, this draft is so defense heavy. I, other than the quarterback needing teams, I think it's gonna be all defense. The, in teams, the, top that, 10. the teams that need a receiver are in are in the like mid fifteen to early twenties. 
Well, the Jaguars need a receiver. I, I say yes. I think that he goes number nine to the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills already have a That's top defense. Team. They still have LaShawn McCoy. They've got their quarterback. They have nobody to catch the football. They also have nobody to block the quarterback. Okay. And they're going to pick an offensive line. Man. I don't think they are. I think they will. I don't think See, they are. I, it's my fucking opinion, Kyle. It's my opinion, too. Um, this year's draft, too, at least from what I've read, is, is, heavy, fucking yard and then... is heavy on offensive linemen. So I, they, they could pass in the first round and still get It's not deep on receiver. I, that's and what I'm saying. On receiver, it's he's not. He's proven that he, between college and combine, can be a instant starter. I mean, he'll probably be the number one just because of the poorest talent that's yeah. there. But he's proven that he can be a starting wide receiver in the NFL through his combine and his college play. I think Buffalo's in desperate need. I think that Buffalo would be is more likely to spend money on offensive linemen through free agency than they are wide receivers. But even if even if that though, I think the Buffalo Bills would pick a defensive end. I don't think so. With the loss of Kyle Williams, but it's so deep defensively. Why? If you have, if you have a top defensive player in the top ten, you're not going to pass on him. You will you, if you, you already, find, but you could, you might if you already have a top ten defense in the NFL. In, in the draft, so many kids that are in the second or third round become better picks for wide receiver than they do in the first round. What are you basing that off of the Steelers? No, off of a lot of people. Name two other teams. But you got the Cardinals with Christian Kirk, who had a pretty breakout year last year. But so many defensive players that go in the top ten are busts. You're right. So it's a, it's a wash. It, it's, it's a wash. It's to, all luck on yeah, who you're drafting. All, it's it's all such a dart throw. I mean, that you can also look at the list of first round wide receivers. You can't just tell in the me last... Kevin. You can't tell me Kevin White wouldn't have been great if he wasn't injured. We don't know. But I mean, if you just go over the past five years at first round wide receivers, I mean, these are guys that. We're looking at is like all time receivers. Some of them, I mean, you could say that about any position. That I personally think that the Buffalo Bills will take a defensive player over a wide receiver early in the first round. If they trade back, that's a whole different story. Well, that doesn't matter if they trade back because we said top ten. Does Does his neck injury scare off anybody? No, no. It's too far in the past. Also, he's it's like, I don't remember his name, but there was like a player that wasn't invited to the Combine because he made mistakes as a freshman. He got in trouble with the law as like a freshman. Oh, yeah, the... And the Combine, if you've had any run yeah. with the law in college, you're not invited. And teams teams are, are going to be interviewing him left and right. They inter- they allowed him to come to interview. He just couldn't work out. No, he couldn't go to the Combine. No, they brought him there for something. No, he went to the hotel. Oh, all right. He went, he went, he got a hotel yeah. in Indianapolis. Wait, and was, teams... that, was that Joe Mixon? No, stayed at the Radisson. No, really. No, like, this is this year we're talking about. Oh, okay. He's st- this, this guy got a hotel room at a at a hotel down the street from the combine, yeah. and had and the agent had NFL owners coming to his oh, room, wow. conducting fifteen minute interviews with him because he wasn't allowed to be at the combine was, because of was Mixon at the combine? Yes, because I remember he he was in trouble because he like punched that lady in the face yes, and but broke I think her jaw. That came to light during and or after the combine. Yeah, that was draft issues. Yeah, that became draft issues. I mean, I, I think. I'm not saying so. The question was, is he a top ten receiver after the combine? I think he is a top ten receiver. Whether or not he goes top ten in the picks is a different story. But I think that there, I think there are teams that could desperately. Did you use say him. top ten receiver or top ten pick? Top ten pick. Oh. I think Buffalo could go after him. I think Denver could go after him. I could see Detroit going after him. I I mean, uh, you're right. A lot of these teams need a lot yeah. of other things, but all the other things that these teams need the draft is deep on and receiver is not one of the things it's deep on 
I just personally don't, th- don't even think he's the best receiver in, the tr- in his class. I personally think that Rich Island solidified himself as a top five pick with some <laughs> time. <laughs> he also can't run routes. He can you run know, the suit, though. You said Rich Eisen. That's who my toast of excellence was going to be. Ah, there <laughs> you go. Couldn't think of his damn name. <laughs> All right, go, moving on. All right, moving on. Uh, will Toronto or Denver uh, catch the New Orleans – or sorry, catch the number one seed Bucks and Warriors? They Toronto are not going to catch the New Orleans Pelicans. Toronto is two and a half games behind, and Denver is one and a half with 20 to go. I think Toronto catching Milwaukee. I don't see Denver catching Golden State. I don't think Toronto can catch Milwaukee. They're two and a half behind with 18 games. But Milwaukee's got a very tough schedule ahead of them. Yeah, but that, but that still means that they have to win three more games than Milwaukee wins. I think they can. I don't think they will. I, I think Den- I think Denver could win out the season. They have they they win out the season. All it takes is one game, one loss by the Warriors, and they've got it. I mean, anything can happen. I mean, the Magic can go up to the four seed technically, but I mean, I I don't I don't think Toronto has what it takes to to. Milwaukee's too deep. Toronto's not a super team. Milwaukee is, especially now that they added Powell. I think that I think Milwaukee will be just fine at two and a half games up. They might finish a game above, but I think that I, I think that Milwaukee's going to have no problem solidifying the number one seed and best record in the NBA. I have a question, and not to derail, but why why did the Spurs buy out Powell? He didn't fit their team anymore. Powell was a piece to fit Kawhi. Kawhi oh, okay. stretched the floor, drove the lane, and Powell was a, a good dump-off option for the mid-range shot. Powell and barely played. And the, the, I, know, I was just, the Spurs I was just are in a weird spot right now. The Spurs are like they're like the eighth seed right now in the West, and they're just in a weird spot. They need to get rid of Lamarcus Aldridge, in my opinion. I don't think Lamarcus Aldridge and DeRozan should be playing together. So I'm, I'm sorry, I, I mean to derail the question. No, there. I just personally think that Toronto is a better team than Milwaukee. I mean, I think yeah, Milwaukee's deeper. I think the starting five for Toronto is way better. Not way better, but better. Right, but the Sixers have proven that your starting five doesn't mean anything if you have nothing coming off the bench. Oh, yeah, but we also have a bead. We would have beat the Warriors the other night. If they had Clay Thompson, you wouldn't have. I think we would have. You wouldn't have. I don't think so. I think Joel Embiid's more important to the Sixers. I, th- I agree with that. I think he's more important to the Sixers than Clay Thompson is to the Warriors, but Clay Thompson stretches the floor more, and I think that Boogie would have had a much better game if he played against Joel Embiid because he wouldn't have had to chase Embiid around the court. But Embiid's a better offensive player than anybody on the Sixers. I understand. So that. he would have had at least. It's also because 20... I'm not on the Sixers. So <laughs> let's not forget that. Still waiting on that tape. <laughs> I've seen it. Oh, moving on, Mass. Rat. All right, moving on. Is LeBron James still the best player in the world if the Lakers miss the playoffs? No. Absolutely not. Not at all. All right. The NBA is the NBA is different than the NFL because of how many teams make the postseason. 16 teams make the postseason and LeBron James, even if it's just off the fact of look what he, look how far he took Cleveland last year with the roster they had and he has a better roster this year. LeBron's just the wrong player to be on the Lakers. If LeBron if if LeBron doesn't make the postseason, which he will not, I think Kevin Durant takes over as the best player in the world. The only right. thing that keeps Kevin Durant from being the best player in the world and having Giannis take that position is because of the amount of superstars around KD versus the amount of superstars around Giannis. 
and LeBron's becoming a bitter little bitch because of his comments today. Everyone's talking about Giannis, but nobody's talking about his supporting cast. Okay, LeBron, everyone talked about you, but you had Wade, Bosh, and Ray Allen. Everyone was talking about you, but you had love, a good J.R. Smith, and Kyrie Irving. Everyone talks about the star. That's what they do. You know what? Milwaukee can't get anybody to go there, so they draft. And just because Milwaukee can draft, you can't blame the team for being better than what he has. No, and Milwaukee trades for good role players, not superstars. LeBron, LeBron can't be the best player in the... In my opinion, in the NBA, you can't be the best player in the NBA if you're not making the playoffs. I think LeBron's pretty much... I'm not going to say he's dumb, but I don't think he's that guy anymore. He's too worried about being Hollywood. I think this season has really shown... I, I, I don't think there was any question about LeBron making the move to L.A. thinking post-NBA yeah. career, but I think he's already thinking post-NBA career. I, I agree. This, 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 like, the, the, the school thing was awesome, you know, the, the whole thing about the kids and this yep. and that and all that. That stuff was great. But then you talk about now, – now it's like the barbershop thing, talking about, you know, talking – throwing shade at other teams, trying to trade his whole team. And you know and what? That, that hurts him. Like, like, the Lakers aren't good because the kids pretty much had – you know what? If you don't want me there, then fuck you, LeBron. Like, LeBron's not that guy anymore. And the players that did get moved are having success without him. Zubak's doing great in the Clippers. Julius Randle. Like, he wasn't there with LeBron, but you know what? He's really shined as a Pelican. Hell yeah. He's showing that he can be, you know, that guy that he wasn't with the Lakers. He's a Pelican great. I don't think I don't think the Lakers are even good without LeBron. Or not, not, you know what I'm saying. Like, you guys know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, it's just a funny way to say it, Kyle. That's all. Substitute any scoring star in LeBron's place, the Lakers make the postseason. If substitute out LeBron, put in KD, Lakers make the postseason. Substitute out LeBron, put in James Harden, the Lakers make the postseason. I I agree with your your thought that LeBron's the, already thinking post NBA. The, the problem with that team is that that team is. A group of young players that are they're they're trying to do what Philadelphia did two years ago. They're trying to do what the Warriors did five years ago, and that's being a cohesive unit of young players that were drafted within the organization, yeah. learning to play together. There's nothing wrong with adding a superstar to that mix. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But it's got to be somebody like the perfect person to add would be James Harden or Kevin Durant. That's the type of guy you want to go after. Somebody a guy that can take or, over when or Anthony Davis, somebody that like. Somebody that's going to come in and dominate, but still, but is, isn't the court leader. James Harden isn't coming up the court. Yeah, he brings the ball up, but like sometimes b- before the CP3 era or whatever. But James Harden's not setting up the offense. If James Harden's coming up with the ball in his hand, James Harden's the one putting the shot up. Like that's just how it goes. Same thing with Kevin Durant. If K- KD's taking the ball up, KD's the one putting the bucket in. And LeBron just has the controlling mentality, and that's fine. Some players have that, but this Lakers team. That's not the team that needs that type of that play. When he went back to Cleveland, Kyrie had already established himself. Kyrie already came in and said, "I'm going to be. I'm a great point guard. I could be a top five point guard in this in the NBA. I can be elite if I choose to be. If I choose to work hard enough for it." And then LeBron came in, molded him kind of into what he is, and that's how it went. But but Ball's not there. Kuzma's not there. They're great young talent. And the Lakers really, really suffer without Lonzo Ball's defense. I um, I think, I, and I just had this thought. I remember back when LeBron, before he made his decision to go to L.A., and there was a speculation of him going to Philly. And I remember you and J-Mart making the point of, if he goes to Philly, it's going to ruin 
the whole would... chemistry and this and that. And I think we're seeing that happen in L.A. Similarly, like you just said, they're trying to build like the Sixers did. If he went did. to Philly, we, if, he, if he went to Philly, I think that it would have really, really put a big growth spurt or growth stunt. drought, stunt, whatever, on Ben Simmons' career. But that's what I mean. So, like, we Joel saw these. Embiid, I think, still would have been fine. But Ben Simmons would have really suffered. We we saw these young guys, you know, they're they're trying to come up and grow into the, what they're going to become, and they just kind of threw LeBron into the mix especially, and said, here's your guy now. Especially because Ben Simmons doesn't have what a player – oh, Jesus. If you're going to play with <laughs> LeBron, you have to – he's got such a high IQ, you need to be able to have that outside shot, and he doesn't have that outside shot. So it's not like he could just sit out behind the, the, the perimeter and take the, the jumper when LeBron drives. One thing. Um – Kind of what Paul said. Paul uh, Lebron can't. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Lebron can't play without three point shooting, and nobody in the Lakers have it. Not consistently enough. Like like Brendan Ingram's a mid range guy. Kuzma is a mid range guy. Lonzo has no. Lonzo's kind of in the same boat as Ben Simmons. He can't shoot the three at all, and he can barely shoot the mid range. I just don't. I think that LeBron in LA is the worst fit possible. I think it could have been a better fit if they weren't already rebuilding. If they had the anticipation of LeBron coming and they they geared it towards that instead of drafting a young team to mold that way and then throwing LeBron into that mix. Like I know it's crazy, but LeBron to Golden State would be unstoppable. Well, yeah. No, I, I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying on the shooting standpoint. I agree. Like you have a bunch of shooters in Golden State, Atlanta. Even they have a bunch of shooters. Right. They're not established, but they have shooters. And LeBron can't play without shooters. LeBron's great when he has the Kyle Korver or the Kyrie Irving or people uh, like players like that. That was impressive. I don't know. I think he was just. Something in theory that, hey, this was going to work, no problem. And I guess we're, we're discovering that there's been more problems than not. He wants I to build know. a super team, and he ain't going to be able to do it in L.A. Paul George already said he wants nothing to do with it. Kawhi basically said he will sign with the Clippers before the Lakers. And that's it. All right, we got to move on. Next one. Um, who is the NBA MVP at this point? Is it Giannis? Is it Harden? Or is it George? Read the stats. All that's right. Important. Um, Giannis has 27.1 points a game, 26.6 rebounds, uh, six assists. All right, thank you. All right, Giannis is averaging 27, 12 and a half, and six. First in the East, Harden's averaging 36.7, 6.6, and 7.6. Fifth in the West, and Paul George is 25 and a half, eight, and four and a half. Third in the West. Um, thank Kyle, you. I'll let you go first on this one because we're going to have differing opinions. I, I personally think Paul George deserves to be MVP. The way that he's played has made the Thunder, I'm not saying more of a contender, but a better contender, if that makes any sense. So, last year, Paul Jordan played like this, and, and the Thunder got knocked out in the first round. The way that the Thunder are playing now with Paul George makes them a finals contender. I I think that Paul Jordan's play, with even with Russell Westbrook struggling really badly from all shooting aspects... It makes up for it in another level. Like, Paul George is playing Indiana Pacer, Paul George basketball. 
So I agree with that, but at the same time, I think that I think Russell Westbrook's struggles are a result of Paul George's success because he's not putting up the same clip of shots and it doesn't have the ball the same amount of time as he did before. I think that Westbrook Westbrook is a driver. That's what he is. He he is a physical get to the rim, be explosive type of guy. And when players were giving him more space, he would take the shot. Now when Paul George, now that there's another player on the team that can operate with the ball in his hands, teams have the ability to play Russell Westbrook tight because Paul George now has the ball in his hands. And Westbrook isn't running around doing what he's doing. Westbrook isn't slashing to the lane with the ball in his hands. I think that I think the Thunder would still be within the top eight in the West without Paul George because I think Westbrook would be playing better without Paul George, if that makes sense. I think Westbrook... I think Westbrook's rebounding and assists go through the roof with another star, but I think his scoring takes a serious step back. He, For him to be an elite scorer, he has to be the, the guy on the team. That's what how it has to be. If we're talking true MVP, what it, like the most valuable person to your team, it's James Harden. If James Harden wasn't on the Rockets, the Rockets wouldn't even be in the top eight. The Rockets are, f- what, fifth, I said? The Rockets are fifth with James Harden averaging 36 points a game. And eight assists. So you just assume it's all twos. James Harden's averaging 52 points a game. 52. So any game that they haven't won by 52, they would have lost without James Harden. Now, that's obviously not true because that means that they if, they if you do it by that, they'd be winless. But they wouldn't be a top eight team in the West without James Harden. But that's not how the NBA works. I think it goes to Giannis. And I think it will go to Giannis if Milwaukee holds on and finishes as the number one seed in the East. Even if even if they even if they lose the best record to the Golden State Warriors, the Golden State Warriors to me just have too much talent, too many people that are contributing to their winning to really sit down and go, this guy's the MVP. Because really, for me, the MVP of that team is Steph Curry. We saw it earlier in the season how bad they played when Steph Curry wasn't on the team. So, I think you got to give it to Giannis. I, mean, I can see it being Giannis, but like, I think Paul George, especially defensively this year, really deserves the MVP. And I think it goes. I, I well, the reason I also say Giannis is because Giannis, month by month, yeah. has increased his jump shot percentage, include mostly his three point percentage, but has increased his jump point per, jump shot percentage, his field goal completions by over ten percent every month. And is averaging more assists than he has ever done. Next. Next. Will Jason Witten have a statistical impact on the Cowboys season? All right, move, do the next one because I want Mock to be here for that one. All right. Will the Cardinals trade Rosen and draft Murray at number one? Yes. No. I think that. I think that they have to. I, I only say that because it's like. They could. They could hold on to both players. But but why? Why why well, why no, build... you can say that they're not they're just not gonna draft Murray. They have I, the number I, one pick. Right, but I feel like they are gonna draft him. I only say that because I've seen whatever this relationship that is being described between uh the coach whose name I mean, I don't think I, I think the Cardinals are gonna do it, but I don't think Murray's the best quarterback in the draft. No shot. I think Haskins is. I, but with coach, that being said, I think that the Cardinals are looking at Murray as a blueprint of the Seahawks offense. I think that they're looking at Murray as this exciting young talent. And it it goes to the old adage, new head coach wants his team. 
Right. What's the coach's name? I can't think of it. Cliff Kingsbury. That's it. I don't know. I keep seeing this relationship they have. It's, new, it's head very, coach very wants a new, new head coach wants a new team. Josh Rosen didn't do anything to solidify himself as a starting quarterback coming into next year, especially under a one-year coach. Um, I think that there's a lot of truth into all these rumors going around. I think that they can easily get some decent return on Rosen. I think they could very easily get a third-round pick for him, um, even if it's just based off of his youth and that he has no real molding and that you know a, a, a new coach or an experienced coach, whatever you have it, could come in and, and do something. I mean, I could see – I wouldn't be – I could see Tampa doing it. I could see Tampa – I could see Tampa trading – a fourth or a fifth round pick this year, Washington, and maybe no, I don't think Wash. I don't think Washington. I think Washington's going to draft. They want their own guy. They want their own guy, and then they want Alex Smith when he comes back. But I could see Tampa going in and being like, "We'll give you a fifth rounder this year and a fifth rounder next year," and Arizona going, "All right, that's an okay price, something along those lines." And now they have somebody to light a fire under Jameis's ass. A young guy, Bruce Arians, can do wonders with young quarterbacks. We've seen it before. I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that, but I think there's I think there's a lot of truth to it. Yeah, I think he's moving for sure. I don't think so at all because the Cardinals want a first round pick for him, and they're not going to get that. I think the Cardinals I think the Cardinals put their asking price at the highest possible point. Right. Well, I think ideally everyone would want a first round pick for anybody, but it's not well, realistic. But I think that they want their return. That they I think what they they want the return on what they invested into him. But I think they set their asking price high and are willing to wiggle. The Steelers asked for a first-round pick for Brown, and they're probably not going to get one. I think that Cliff Kingsbury is going to be good with Josh Rosen. He's already said Josh Rosen's my guy. It's it's only one year. Yeah, he played terribly. He had nothing really to work around with. His offensive line killed him last year. His defense put him in a lot of bad spots. And that's why I think that they there's truth to the Kyle Murray thing, because if his offensive line breaks down, which it will – because it's not a one-year fix. That team is not a one-year fix offensive line-wise. Kyle Murray can scramble. Josh Rosen can't. Scrambling quarterbacks tend to get hurt more. That's yeah, I understand that. But I, I personally think no that one's Josh drafting Rosen... somebody with the the. Uh, you know what? Let's not get this guy because he might get hurt in three years. No one's drafting with that mentality. I don't think that after one year they're done with him. I think that they're going to keep him and they're going to ride with him. Next. Next. Focus, Mass. I, I was letting you guys have the after. Focus. Is Foles a good fit for the Jaguars? Yes. No. I don't think Foles Do you guys want to elaborate? I don't, think Foles, I don't think Foles is a good fit for any team. Except I, for the Eagles. No. I don't. He's a good fit for the Eagles week 16, 15, 16, 17 in the postseason. I don't think Nick Foles is a good fit for any team because Nick Foles is too spotty of a quarterback. In the in the NFL, you can't have a quarterback that plays that's going to give you six to eight great games, and then six to eight be up below mediocre games. <laughs> I think I agree a lot with what Paul says. Every dog has his day, and to, to Foles' credit, he almost did it twice. You know, the Jeffrey fumble, a uh, drop pick thing. You know, that's kind of an anomaly, whatever. Let's say if he did it a second time and they go on to win, I'd be like, all right, well, maybe there is some stock to it. But he started but it the season. Matter, though. Well, though, listen, did well, it, they, he would still be a free agent, right? But I guess what I'm saying is, if he if he played this entire past year, which he didn't, he played what the first three or four games before Wentz was ready to go again or whatever. You know, maybe there would be more stock to it. But I think what Ridley is saying that the, he just what he did the right Foles, thing at the right time. What made Foles so good for that Eagles team was that Foles, unlike Wentz, was amazing at ball distribution. 
Foles made every single person who was running a route involved throughout the entire game. Whereas Wentz like to force the ball to wet to Ertz, Jeffrey, and that was about it. You saw a lot of other players emerge as really good contenders for the Eagles on the receiving court and other string tight ends when Foles was throwing the football. The problem in Jacksonville is, is he doesn't have a number one at any position except for running back. And even then. Well, you know, it's interesting. <coughs> Sorry. In I my think- opinion. I, I mean, again, like, yeah, you have the draft coming up in free agency, but you can't, like, it's not a fix in one season. Right. You're not fixing this. This team was not good even when they were good offensively. They weren't great. Bortles kept them in games. But Bortles still didn't play lights out the year they went to the NFC right. Championship. And this is why I said yes, because even with Nick Foles' average play, it's going to be better than what Bortles gave them. But Nick Foles doesn't play average. He does play average. He averages average. Nick Foles either plays great or plays bad. So my thing is, if he throws 220 yards, doesn't turn the ball over, they win the game. They have a defense to do it. They have... Similar offensive weapons than the Eagles have. Besides, yeah, they had. I they think had, the Eagles are far superior. No, yeah, they're not. not offense. They had Alshon Jeffrey. They had Zach Ertz. Hold, hold on, Ertz. hold on, hold on. Yes, they have a tight end. Yes, get it. The Jaguars running back is better. Okay. The two three are better in Jacksonville. Name them. Keon Cole and D.D. Westbrook. All right, and better than Nelson Aguilar. I'm sorry, he kind of sucks. Yeah, he had a couple big games, but that's it. He sucks with Wentz. No, he he just sucks, period. With Foles, he did amazing. He drops the ball a lot. Okay? Not with Foles. You don't see... I'm sorry, but Keon Cole and D.D. Westbrook, when they had their big run last year, were phenomenal with Blake Bortles. Okay, so who's their one? It's going to be D.D. Westbrook. He's not going to be as good as the one. Because he had Blake Bortles. I honestly think that if you bring Nick Foles there, he can have a 1,000-yard season. With about eight touchdowns. He's that talented. Nick Foles going to the Jaguars means nothing. They're not making the playoff. In your opinion, I think that makes a big difference. You think they're a playoff team with Nick Foles? Absolutely. They were a playoff team two years with the same team with Blake Bortle. You think they're better than the Texans? (laughs) Mocky's going to thumbs down. I think they're better than the Texans. I don't. They have a better defense than the Texans. And they have a far worse offense than the Texans. If you bring Nick Foles in... It's still worse. All they have to do is not commit the amount of turnovers that Blake Bortles did. But it's still worse even if they don't commit the turnovers. Not by much. Yes. Deshaun Watson makes but, Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you said it's still worse, though. Even not if it's by not much. by much, but it's still but worse. I'm saying that Deshaun Watson makes a lot of mistakes. Even if, even if that's just taking a 15-yard sack. That's a big loss. Going off one play? Going off a lot of plays. You said 15-yard sack. That's one play. Okay, he makes a lot of dumb throws. He throws... He didn't have a great touchdown and interception ratio. But he still has the best receiver in football. You're a right. Good running back. You're right. And no, he does not have a good running back. Leonard Fournette is better than Lamar Miller by a lot. Okay, so real quick, um, before you start getting fucking furious at me like that again, when did I ever say Lamar Miller is better than Leonard Fournette? Never. That never came out of my mouth. But you said I he said had Lamar better... Miller's a good running back. He's not. He well, is a good running back. Not. Lamar Miller's a good running He's back. Not. He put He's up good numbers game. for them. Will any big name free agent uh, pin LeBron and LA. Will any big name free agents pin LeBron and LA this offseason? What? Join. Join? That says join? That looks Learn like the pin. Read. Will any big name free agents pin. join LeBron and LA this offseason? No, because they're sick of them. All right, moving on. No, no, because, like, 
You already got players like Kawhi Leonard saying he doesn't want to play there. Kawhi wants to stay. I think Kawhi's going to stay with the Raptors it, or it, go back to the Spurs. Even if that, he can go to the Clippers. I think he. I think he. I think he just stays with the Raptors and goes back to the Spurs, where he just fucks the world over. <laughs> and the Lakers have to trade for Anthony Davis again in the offseason. Katie a has leader. a player option, so he's either going to stay with the Warriors or go to the Knicks and get all the money in the world he can. Kyrie is either going to stay with the Celtics or go get all the money in the world he wants with the Knicks. I don't think Ky- Kyrie's not. Kyrie's not going to go there because if he goes there in free agency, that means that they're going to bench Lonzo Ball. What's the point of that? I think Lonzo Ball traded if they get Kawhi. No, Kyrie. That's what I meant. What about? I don't think I don't think any. Man, ask me the paper. Yeah, I, yeah. I wrote you these notes, and I, I was going to start reading nope. them just now. Well, any big name for you? All right. So Kemba, Clay, Demarcus, Busevich, and Tobias Harris are all unrestricted free agents, and then Durant, Irving, Kawhi, and Butler all have uh, player options. I think all four of those people with player options either exercise their player options. I think Kawhi and Butler exercise their player options, and I think Durant and Irving go elsewhere. And I don't... The only person I see going there is Vucevic. Yeah, I can see Vucevic going there because he's a star, but at the same time, not really. He's a very soft center. Yeah. I don't know what McGee and Chandler's contracts are. They're for the end of the year, that's it. Yeah, so I could see Vucevic going there, but... But, like, Kemba, he's probably staying in Charlotte. He loves it there. He doesn't want to leave. It just he, He's already said it. Like He wants to play in Charlotte. Don't know why, but he does. And Kawhi and Clay. I'm sorry, Clay. he's loyal. And, and Clay already said he's going to take a pay cut to stay with the Warriors. I don't know. I just don't think so. Clay's in one of those spots where like, it doesn't matter. Why is Mock reading them now? I didn't know if he was paying attention to that or to Facebook Live when he sat back down. He was he wasn't in here when I read that off. He wouldn't contribute to this anyway. All right. Well, I tried. I thought he pointed to a different one. <laughs> there you go. And that's where we're at. Demarcus is going to go to whoever offers him the most money. Demarcus Cousins is going to try to win the ring this year, fail or succeed. He's going to go wherever the most money is. He did this as a get. Healthy and play. He did this as a make minimal money while he tries to recover and then try to win a ring at the end of it. I not, I mean... Pick any team. What team do you think it goes to? DeMarcus? Sacramento. Money. Whoever's going to give him the biggest contract. I don't know. Who has the most money? No, technically New York, but... Phoenix? Maybe. They've got a lot of money. All their talents on rookie contracts. Brooklyn. Yeah. They could put Jared on on the bench. I think that would be stupid to do that, but... That's something they would do. Yeah. Is it, has it not been two minutes? <laughs> I was giving you guys three on that one. How generous. No. All right. Um, we'll go back to this one now that Mock can finally join us. Will Jason Witten have a statistical impact on the Cowboys okay. season? Well, after being wrong about this the first time around, he is going... No. I, I don't think he's going to do anything super crazy. I think he's going to be what he was. Um, he was a so, great. So great. But what I mean is, like, he was a good blocking tight end, and he was the short range. I, I don't think he's going to, you know. We we look at tight ends now, like the Zach Ertz's and the Kelsey, and I know Witten was never that, but he might be effective, but I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's what is going to put Dallas over 
like what they were. I think it makes them better than they were. I think I, you get a great. It, well, not sorry, but it, I just it gives them a legitimate receiving option in the red zone now. They didn't have that before. Well, I just want to say, thank God he's not on Monday Night Football anymore. <laughs> yeah, thanks but for that. Cooper, Cooper's not a red zone threat. Cooper's no, a down-the-field threat. Now they have a legitimate receiving yeah. option on the red zone, and I think that makes them – I think that improves them a big, big yeah. time. So they're, so they're getting the band back together how long before Dez signs? <laughs> Plus, I also think that Jason Witten is as good of a passing block Right, as he is as a running block. That's what I mean. He he's a great block, but I, I I think he's gonna. I think that's gonna really open it up for Elliott too. I, yeah. I I think that I I won't be surprised if Witten amasses double digit t- touchdowns on the season. Jason Witten has been away from the game one I year. think longer than Des was though. Do, well, do we? Th- he's been away for one year. One year. Des was away for less than a year though. No, Des missed all last year. He, he didn't. Even, he he got hurt in practice. He, didn't he had one practice, field. right? But he signed before the end of the year. He was he still uh, missed the whole season. My point is, he signed with New Orleans before the end of the season. Do you yeah, but Jason he... Witten missed a year because of retirement. Do you, you think? Wh- and Jason Witten looks the exact. My, que- my question is: Do you think Witten actually makes it through the season without getting hurt? He's not exactly. He'll in get hurt shape. for a few games. I, I think, think he's in football shape. He still looks pretty good to me. Yeah, I mean, if he gets banged up, it's for like a game or two. Not. not I anticipate Jason being Witten's never had lot. injury issues. And Des Bryant might go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Reevaluate his career. So it's just sprinkles that in. You know? <laughs> just saying. Why not? I can think of a lot of reasons. Steelers are getting Jerry Rice, actually. <laughs> He's coming out of retirement. <laughs> you guys are going to trade for the rights to Kelvin Johnson and <laughs> deny you. <laughs> be cool with that. Pretty excited, though, for Jason Witten to now, you know, be an all-pro tight end because I said he's not going to do much. <laughs> so I, You better pick him up in fantasy. Here's my, here's my take on the Jason Witten thing is, and off the record because we're at to- the bell ring or whatever, but if – if the season for the NFC East goes the way I think it's going to be, I think Jason Witten is what I think Jason Witten is an, the enough of an addition to solidify them as the NFC East champs. I guess I mean because he said statistical, right? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Witten on his own, he's played such a long career, but like he usually doesn't have like a a stat sheet that jumps out at you. No, he does touchdowns. Touchdown, but but I mean like like well, yard down, wise third down conversion. If, if he gets ten touchdowns, <laughs> no, I you're right, you're right. But it, it, it's just one like no, he's like not I said, get you twelve hundred yards. That's what I mean. We're looking but, at tight ends now, like you know the Kelseys, even you know Gronkowski a couple years ago. The I, Ertz. I think he does. I think I think he gets double digit touchdowns. He, he might he only could. do it. He might only do it on five hundred receiving yards, but I think he gets double digit touchdowns. And who knows? Maybe a year off could be beneficial. He rested up his body, whatever. You know, yeah, he maybe watched a lot of truck. tape and called it terribly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe that's what it takes. <laughs> and he's going to be a great saf- safety blanket for Dak again, which is what Dak needs. Dak needs that. He needs that safety blanket. He needs that short throw option that he know he can go to a reliable guy. Do you think this was a Jason Garrett move to try and save his job? No, no. his job's safe. He made yeah, the it's not he safe. The, he went to the divisional it's not safe. this year. It's safe for this year. Yeah. But no, no, no. I mean, going to like get his extension. Because uh, so far, Jerry Jones said they're not extending him. I don't think they'll extend him. I think him. this was above Jason Garrett. Yeah. But uh, towards the end of last season, Garrett was reaching out to Witt and trying to sure get him J- to come back. Jason Witt said, hey, I want to come back. And they're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Prove it. I think, I think this was more on Jason Witten. Hey, Jerry, I'm about to get fired. You got a job for me? Yeah, come back. I think he came back with a different team. What a middle finger to the Cowboys. <laughs> Titans. So, Hope Monday Night brings Titans. in Pat McAfee. That's my vote. <laughs> I'm bringing some other fucking scrub. All right. Tony Brown. Um, 
Gross. Go for another quarterback thing. Do the Raiders trade Derek Carr? That was on the list. I know. Stick I added. List. List. Uh, I, <laughs> I say list. yes. <laughs> Spend an hour. I think they get Kyler Murray. Reading those stats. <laughs> he hasn't read a single one of them. <laughs> All right. So you said yes. No, I, I think they get Kyler Murray, and I think they trade Derek Carr. No, they trade Derek Carr. I don't think they trade Derek Carr because I don't think anyone's going to trade for him. That's not true. I, uh, the Jaguars Would you rather are, have Derek Carr or Nick Foles? But the Jaguars are going to sign Foles. I think they want Foles. The Dolphins won't do it. Yeah. I, Washington? I don't... Washington's not. Washington wants to draft a guy. They've already said it. John Jay. No, but they've already said it. They don't want to trade for a quarterback. They want to draft a guy and have Alex Smith when he comes back. I think if Why any have, team. You're still paying Alex Smith all this money. Why turn around and then also pay Derek Carr all this money? I think if any team was going to trade for him, it would have been Denver. And they, they went a different route. I don't think a team is going to trade for Derek. I think if they make Derek Carr open, they're going to be like, other teams are going to be like, okay, what do we have to give? What do you think of their asking prices? Third. Fourth. Third. Maybe a third, yeah. But, I, I, I mean, I don't think a team's going to trade for him. If I'm Tennessee, I do it because Marcus Mariota <clears throat> is, is a bitch, in my opinion. Yeah, but but they're but they've they said the same thing they did with Jameis. They're, they're, this is your prove it year. Yeah. So why bring in a guy now on your other guy's prove it year? So to what do you win. But you already said this is your prove it year. So you know what? Nah, never mind. Fuck you. We're gonna bring you in and we're gonna we're gonna have you ride the pine pony. Oh, by the way, we're paying you eighteen million dollars a year because it's your player option. I'm just saying. Like, I personally think that a team would that be a good move though for the Tennessee Titans to pay two quarterbacks eighteen million dollars a year Dude. while they have all these other things they desperately need to fix. I just don't like. They're not going to win with Mariota, and they. I think they finally realized. I that. understand that, but they're not going to do anything about it now. Patriots have traded. It's the same. It's the Nick Foles concept. I mean, <laughs> why? If, if other teams, why would Nick? Why would they not franchise tag Nick Foles and give him the twenty million dollars? The Eagles. Yeah. They have Carson Wentz. Okay, but, but he, Carson Wentz is injured and Nick Foles wins in the playoffs. We all know John Elway's going to get him and he's got this big collection of quarterbacks that we... <laughs> if John, this doesn't work, I'll do play this one. No, he doesn't work and play that Honestly, guy. John Elway is doing his best to make sure he remains the best quarterback in Broncos history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's a Raider. I do too. I, I just don't think that the market's going to be there and I think Gruden's going to ask way too much and he's going to want... You know, a second it's not or Gruden, it's Mayock. But what I mean, like they're going to ask for Mayock's way too much. Do it either. I think Mayock is just there for the talent valuation. I don't think he's there for anything else. Mayock's there to draft. Yeah, that's it. Because yeah. Gruden can't do it. I, I, I don't think the market is going to. The Raiders realized, oh shit, we got three first round picks. And we have John Gruden drafting. Dalton's a free yeah. agent. What the fuck are they going to do? They have nobody. Say, say it again. I didn't hear what you said. Cincinnati. Saying. They don't have a free. They, Dalton's a free agent. I, don't, I still don't think so. It's too late for them to draft a quarterback because after that, they're all just like grooming guys. It, but again, I think that a team like the Bengals, that Derek Carr is not going to make them a contending team. I think so he I, will. Is he I above don't. or below the Dalton line? I think he's above, but... He's God. at it. Yeah, I think he's, he's better than at Dalton. the Dalton it's line. The Dalton I think Carl he's better line. than Dalton, but he's at the Dalton <laughs> that, line. I guess that's right. He's, he's at it now with more upside. But... I mean, I don't think if they trade for Derek Carr, it makes him a contending team where the the Bengals are a team that's on the, the downswing. Philip Rivers has proven that he has the statistic capabilities to be up there with like Andrew Luck and, and Drew Brees and, and all these quarterbacks every single year. But 
would you put him on the Drew Brees line? Not Drew Brees, that's too good of a quarterback, but would you put him on the Ben Roethlisberger line? I don't know, that's a tough question. No, you wouldn't. If you have to say it's a tough question, you wouldn't do it. Well, you said statistically. No, I, I, I said that he has the statistic capabilities of being up there. But would you put him on the Ben line? No, because he hasn't won the big game. Okay. I think I think Derek Carr is better than Andy Dalton, but he's on Andy Dalton's line. Yeah. Because he hasn't proven anything. Yeah, it's the Dalton-Carr line. I think Dalton would be a lot better if they got rid of Marvin Lewis 40 years ago. <laughs> yep. Even Miami could use him. Miami's not going to do it. Miami's already said they're tanking for Teo. They're not going to do that's it. That's stupid. He's going to suck. That's okay. Yeah, that's, that very well may be the case. But why be like, yeah, we're going to tank this year, but we're going to go out and get a franchise quarterback to tank with. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Then you could start right now. I, I, I think he's a writer. Why I risk think Tua they're, when they're you can rebuild, get... They're rebuilding for Vegas. Yeah. If they get rid of Carr now... That puts the rebuild another year down the line at least. Unless they get Kyler, which is a Kyler Murray is not going to be good. He's not. Gonna yeah, be. but like they said, John Gruden loves him. John Gruden takes who he loves. John Gruden also loves thirty-five-year-old defensemen, and none of them have ever panned out. Exactly. So then, what's the the point? Is that John Gruden plays his poker hand, and he's not very good at it. So what he wants, he gets. You know, Bleacher Report posted a thing today about John Gruden playing. Was poker. it Jason Lecampora? <laughs> It, I, I listen. I think that Gruden is open to trading anybody on that roster. Anybody is available. There, there's no untouchable player on the Raiders roster. He traded Khalil Mack, and he traded Amari Cooper. Those were two cornerstone pieces of that team that he shipped out. Everybody's available. So if if a team calls like like you're saying, like the Dolphins, even the Jaguars, if they don't sign Foles and say, hey, we'll give you our second round, whatever then yeah, he's going to trade him. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think every person on that team is available. And I think I think Gruden likes Derek Carr more than the media lets on to. Yes, I agree. This just in, the New York Giants have traded for Derek Carr. Wouldn't hate it. But <laughs> then you can't play Eli this year. Oh, no, of course of course not. If they if the Giants traded for another starting quarterback. There's no Giants fan in the world anymore that, that cares about Eli. They all don't care about him anymore. That's not true. They'd all be fine with him not starting. If That's they not, got somebody that was just as good as Eli, or they would be fine with him not starting. That's not true because Eli was is not the problem on the Giants. You're bedwetting about you you bedwet about Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, that's well, that's, <laughs> my, that's my dream situation. Mark, there's a one percent chance you get Russell Wilson. <laughs> Fuck Eli Manning. <laughs> I said that before that happened. That's just my dream. All right, go to but, the, let's do one more. We got two more. We got one. We have time for one more. Who has the bigger impact with the new team, Bell or Brown? Huh. Regardless of where they sign, obviously. Bell. All right, that's it. Moving on. Bell. Browns. Browns dependent on a quarterback. That's. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to spell is dependent on quickly. a line. Um, Bell's dependent on the quarterback. You, you, if, you, if you trade Bell, if, if Brown were to go to the Titans, for example, Brown does not have the success he's had with the Steelers. But uh, see, I also think Bell is dependent on going to a team with a decent offensive line no, and a quarterback. No, because Bell Bell can be an elite receiving back. You don't need to be a good quarterback. Mock, you could throw passes to Bell. <laughs> I think Mock's elite, though. I, I would put myself in that category. He's nah, the I'm only out. one that would put himself in that category. <laughs> as soon as he said he was in on himself, I'm out. <laughs> but that's the thing. You don't need a good quarterback to throw passes. I mean, Jay Cutler threw passes to Matt Forte. He was damn good at it. 
and retired Jay Cutler is the greatest thing ever. I don't <laughs> watched any of those videos that smoking Jay out. Cutler. Oh my god, the greatest. All right, well, let's move on. This is the last one since we got since Kyle left. Does Harper taking low per year number pave the way for Trout in Philly? I don't think so. Uh. I think that's the Phillies' goal, but I don't think he ends up being there. I think he stays in L.A. I'm sorry. He he didn't take lower per – he just took a longer contract. No, lower, but it's lower per year numbers. I, I understand that. But even if, if Trout is available – 25. Um, if Trout is available in two years, they still are going to need to re-sign other players. I'm, I'm sorry. You can have two players, but I, I don't think Trout comes to Philly. Yeah. Right. I think he leaves L.A., but I don't think he goes to Philly. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Souls goes back. You're going to just skip me on that? You went to the bathroom. Yeah. It's 9.57. All right, whatever. What? What do you have to say? I think you're wrong. I think Trout definitely goes to Phillies. This is after the bell, so I can't award any negative positive points, right? <laughs> whatever. So you say that why, why, why are you saying that Trout can't go to the Phillies? Because you have the money? I think in two years' time... Nola's going to need his big extension. Already already taken care of. Go ahead. Kyle, he's taken care of for the next four years. Five. Go ahead. Four. Five. It was a four-year extension. It's a five-year extension. Either way. Okay. Either way. What do you need to extend him for if he's there for five more years? Because at the end of two years... There's no salary cap in baseball. If they're willing to go over the luxury tax, then it's fine. I don't think Philly's going to be able to maintain the team over the luxury tax. One, if Bryce Harper wasn't going to Philly... if he. I think a big decision was because Bryce Harper talked to Trout and asked him what, what it was like. I think the Phillies' goal was to offer Harper this uh, the number that he wanted over an extra amount of years yeah. to have a lower per year goal. Because he's making $25 million a year. He could very easily be making $30 million a year. Yeah. Harper very easily could have said, give me 13 for 360 and they would have said, okay. But I think the Phillies' goal along with discussing with Bryce Harper, was to get Trout there. But I just don't know that Trout's going to go there. And it's not, I don't think, necessary. and the only reason I say that is because I think other teams might be able to offer him the same contract, and I think that Trout, unlike the rest of the MLB and all of other sports, is a very loyal guy. And I think that... Trout goes to two teams. I think if the Angels offer him even close to the amount of money that the Phillies offer him, I think he stays. I think Trout would be willing to play his career out in L.A. I honestly I honestly think it's down to two teams. I think he either stays in Anaheim or he goes to the Phillies. Everybody else out. I think he just stays in Anaheim. And that's because he either wants to stay where, he, where, he, where he's comfortable and where he's been or go home. So how drunk are you right now? None at all. I'm pissed off. You're slurring a lot. Why are you pissed? Because... For you to say that, like, it's impossible for... I didn't say it's impossible. I don't think it's going to happen. I didn't say it was impossible. Of course he can sign there. Just impossible. But I don't think it will happen. He can sign with the Brewers. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think Bryce Harper's a guy that's not going to want someone there to outshine him. It doesn't matter. What do you... How does it not matter? If that was the case, he never would have said what he said in the the freaking press conference. That he talked about Trout to to see what Philly's like? He took less money. He took less money. For them to get a guy that comes off the books in two years. That's that that's Mike Trout. Alright, we gotta we gotta cut it short. Did you keep points, Mass? Yeah. I'm sure they don't matter, but everything is made up, the points don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so real quick, what do you got? Alright, so I gave Kendall a point every time he talked. He still finished in last place. He finished with five points. I talked four times. You talked five times. Oh, forgive me. Alright. Um 
Second or third place was Mock with eight. Souls finished with nine. Paul finished with thirteen. Yeah, I suck them off. <laughs> Get over it. All right, we gotta go to break. It's gonna be five to ten minutes. I gotta do this test real quick. I gotta go do it in another room so there's not talking. Uh, we'll be back shortly with Machine Washable Twitter poll, Riddler's rankings, and all kinds of uh, combine stuff. So, see you soon. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Fuckface's... Exactly Kyle, because... All right, Kyle, let's tell the fans what you did. I, uh, during the break, bought myself a Bryce Harper jersey. Kyle, how intoxicated are you? Still 1 to 10. 9. Yep, figured. He's at the point where he couldn't even read his own credit card. Quick around the horn? No, Kyle's not good at doing two things at once like that. Kyle's very good at multitasking, but not when it comes to, like, reading and typing. Let me tell you this. If it comes to reading... Very below par. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle can make you 16 cheeseburgers, 45 nuggets, two large fries, take your order, use a coupon, and take your credit card all at the same time. Kyle could also watch nine sports at one time and tell you the leading receiver on every team. Kyle can't read. I'm not even going to take a I'm just that. impressed at that point. Is that a no to the around the horn? Uh, all right, but like I can't read. I mean, Did well, you score under a nine on the Wonderlick? Well, I already promised Paul that in Philadelphia he's getting a resizing jersey, and I sure promised him that. No, Jersey. No, no, Jersey. I don't want a Jersey. So, the first thing I hear when I come down, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is just an admission? Also, around the horn. It's so not my fault. So, let's move that mic closer to you. I don't remember if I was taught or not. How you, to read? You, you were taught. That's not the problem. I think I was taught how to read the television. No, you were taught to read. It's probably the memory. You know, you were definitely taught. Well, like, it's just like I can't do big words. We'll find out. That's all right. I mean. I can do blue fish, green fish, red fish. <laughs> so you're like Dr. Seuss is what you're saying. <laughs> Dr. Swice. <laughs> Dr. Swice, like the rip-off version? Dr. Souls. No, I'm being dead ass. If you look, if you read around the world, his real name is Dr. Swice. <laughs> if you read around the world? It is Dr. Swice, though. It is Dr. Swice. Now, yeah. now, it's like, it's in Europe, it's Adios. Now, well, why, that's, why? Pronounce, that's how you pronounce it. Is he not? Is that a, not. not an American author? In America, it's Adidas. It'll never be Adidas. It's like it's, it's one of those things where it's like in certain in a lot of other countries it's Swice, just like in a lot of other countries it's Adidas. Now, what's the real terms for that? Hmm? What's the real word for that? For what? Adidas. It's Adidas. Adidas. But is, is Dr. That's Seuss not Adidas. an American author? Or you know, just like story in Europe, teller, they call it, in Europe they call it Nike. Wow, Do they, they really? Suck. Yeah. They're wrong. I'm going <laughs> to hang. No, That's not true. They're wrong. At least when I was in the Nike store in the Czech Republic, they didn't. Czech Republic's not a real country. Yes, it is. It's a republic. It's a country. It's, it's a republic. But it's not a country. Speaking of... A it lot is. of European countries call it Nike. A lot of... Speaking of Czech Republic, Maki, go in there. Yes. Square. <laughs> All right. So Moving on. Hopefully Twitter you'll poll? be... Uh, Twitter poll. Tuning, tuning into us. Pull that up. I didn't get the, the private. Well, not the private. Because you, you chose to sit at a different table. I didn't choose. It was the we way this annexed sit. you. This is you were actually table. very excited to sit at the other table. That's why I that's sat why at a different Rebecca table sits, back at the old studio. That's why Rebecca sits where she does because she wants to be cool, but she feels bad for you because you didn't get vaccinated, so you're awkward. Rebecca also didn't drink her llama beer. I was vaccinated. She's never gonna drink it. I got her an orange cat beer one time, and it sat on Kendall's kitchen table for six weeks until I drank it. I mean, now well, I, I have to drink it. it. You drank it. There's other ones. The beer doesn't mean you drank it. No, I just thought I. But so can I have the, the peach, please? No. 
Well, then what do you want me to do? We'll send it back. I thought Sosa was going to give it to me first so I could send it back, but Jesus. did you bring up the work out that way? Yeah, I got it here. Um, So we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but the Twitter poll I posted was that now that Bryce Harper is a member of the Phillies, does this make them the favorite out of the NL? 100% yes. How many votes? Two. Three. <laughs> Were but, they all souls? No, we, we had some people comment, and um, uh, I know a couple people said, you know, with the other acquisitions they made, yes. It, like, it wasn't Bryce Harper alone, but a lot of the people that were responding were saying but that. I keep saying, like, Gene Segura is the most underrated pickup of the whole year. God, that's the first time I've heard you say that. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> not true at all. The guy hits over 300. The guy fucking steals bases. He does every, all the little things right. He was just in the Mariners last year, so you didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like, I, I'm being serious. Like he's really that good. Like he just never gets the recognition because he's not the power guy. This year he bats 127. <laughs> I guarantee you, he'll bat over 300. I, I was just, you know. No, you made me mad. Here, here comes those souls guarantees. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jed Lowry over there. Souls, he has an MRI. MRI. Show some respect. Throw some respect he's an MRI. on Jed. Yeah, I sent you guys a text. Did you guys not respond? I didn't get that. Jed Lowry, 2019 stats. Zero games played, <laughs> one MRI. You know, I read that, but I remember at the time I was like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> it means he's already injured. <laughs> um, so, Kendall, were you able to get the Wonderlick done or no? No. It doesn't matter. I would have done one better well, than Souls or one worse. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really struggling with it. I've been fighting with it all show, but I'm just gonna go for it. So today, Riddler's rankings. Remember, we're on a theme here for it's Riddler's rankings for the best athletes. Top five. My top five per city. City has to have at least three sports teams. So today is the great city of Dromo. Seattle. Yeah. Why, why, why not? Fuck Seattle. Why not? Cetal. Why not California? The city. Well, California is not a city. In <laughs> city. City of Seattle. So we're going Seattle. Who knows so, that wasn't a play to get another private stock shot. So I included the Oklahoma City Thunder into this, but... That's fine. I agree. But it didn't matter. I, I agree. But it didn't matter. Sean Kemp. That's, he never played for the Thunder. See you. So anyway, so Riddle's rankings <laughs> go as followed. At number five, Steve Largent. Yeah, I got the nod from Kendall. He's seen some film. I have seen some film. Big fan. <laughs> uh, number four... I had to put these guys as a unit. I had to do Gary Payton and Sean Kemp together. So it wasn't wrong. No, they're they're like a thing. <laughs> um. See, I'm still. Sh- yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Number four, uh, three. Super. Nope. Number three, Ichiro. Number two, Russell Wilson. Number one, the kid. That's a, that's a good list. Only good list. one change. Kevin Durant. No. Oh. I, I'll be <laughs> Ichiro, too. Russell Wilson won him a ring. I get that. And brought him the two Super Bowls. But Ichiro made Mariner baseball relevant again. Russell Wilson made Seattle football relevant again. Ah, it was the defense. I mean, he ah. still won two Super Bowls. The defense was good, but come on now. Legion of Doom. Boom, first of all. <laughs> 
And any defense could have won the Super Bowl with the way the Broncos played. Guys, Animal and Hawk really killed it at linebacker. Hey, especially with spikes on their fucking shoulder pads. What's wrong with that? A lot of things. It's against all the guys. It's just water Water rush. I'm sorry. Me me and Kyle had a pretty spirited Ichiro debate the other day. (laughs) He got so mad at me on the phone. Actually, so this is it's off topic, but not really. So. I don't know if any of you guys got a chance to watch it, but uh, but the kid though, fantastic fan. Yeah, no, he's number one, and that's what the segment is about right now. This little tiny brief anecdote. You're a good guy. So yesterday, Sundays, I usually I have a, a daughter, stepdaughter, whatever. So I watch her on Sundays usually because mom works and other people have things going on. So I usually watch her for a brief period of time. So yesterday she took a nap. So I watched that movie Tag. Any of you guys uh, seen it? Jeremy no, Runner. Not yet. I want. So to, it's though. with Ed Holmes from The Office. Uh, Jeremy Rainier, um, John Borsevich, uh, Hannibal Burris, and then the guy from uh, New Girl is in it, and then some other guy I can't remember what he's from, and then Isla Fisher. My goodness, she wears some very low cut dresses. High five. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, I thought of Kyle because there was the two these two characters in the the movie. They're talking about when they were kids, they were fighting over the same girl throughout their entire youth, and they're still fighting about her now because she makes an appearance. And they're like, you know I'm always right. And he's like, because he's telling her to go shoot a shot or whatever. He's like, you're not always right. I'm always right. You're not always right. He goes, remember when I told you that Ken Griffey Jr. would be better than his father? He's like, he's not better than his father. (laughs) And they just had this big argument in the middle of the movie that made no sense about Ken Griffey Sr. (laughs) versus Jr. And I was just like, this is Kyle and Jeff at its finest right here. (laughs) Who am I? You're the one that picked Ken Griffey Sr. because you're always wrong. Just trout not quite the Phillies. <laughs> anyway, moving on. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking. <laughs> he's like so mad, but he's also so horny still from the Harper jersey. All right, Ma, take I it away. Wonderlick, you were talking about. Yes. So the NFL Combine is upon us. So we talked about this a couple years ago, and so this year we finally did it. Um, all of us except for the Red Baron, because he sucks. Yep. We all took the Wonderlick test. No, not Kendall. <laughs> That's what what I, did he just, just fucking said. say? I just said, you said that. Red, I thought you said Red Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone except Red Foreman. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, we um oh we all took the Wonderlick God. this past weekend. And uh I took mine today. Yep. Yep, Rita weighed in, but we're I'm not gonna so read her stupid. scores. <laughs> Um. Oh. So if we real quick go around, I would say we should make her scores the Red Baron scores, but no <laughs> shot. Yeah, no. Score yeah. that. She has a superior <laughs> than I do. So the only one, I mean, I don't unless Paul said it when I would stepped out. Uh, what was your score, Riddler? Uh, I have a screenshot of it. Yeah, I took one of mine too. So I didn't. I, if you guys doubt me, I can show the mass. I'm actually going to go to that screenshot now because I closed out the app. <laughs> um, I don't remember what's considered good or not. So you guys just have to tell me. So it says that I got 39 out of 50 for 78%. So you got a 39. Sure. So if I still have... If I still have... Yeah, I got a 78. I'm a but like, see, idiot. like the way mine graded... Unless I looked at it wrong, I'll look mine at says, it again. So the, mine says I got... You have reached 39 um, of 50 for 78%. And it said it took me 9 minutes and 30 seconds. See, okay, so I, I did. I didn't read. Mine I guess all the on way. two of them. I will be honest. I got twenty out of fifty with a forty-one percent. Okay, that's not right. Twenty out of fifty is forty percent. But okay. I just want to say, how much did you say you got? I got thirty-nine. Yeah, thirty-nine. You're in the ninety-eighth percentile. I still have no idea what percentiles mean. 
Oh my God. Uh, I've, I've had get? people tell me for a year in the 98th percentile. I was like, okay, but like, if I don't know what that of means, what? that could be bad or good. So, Paul, you said you got 39. Rita, you have a microphone. Here. So You can talk into it. So you're in the same realm. You share the score with Eli Manning. Oh, boy. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> um, you, you beat Matt Stafford. Wow, big shocker there. Colin Kaepernick. Matt Flynn. Good name. Oh, first Are, of all, Matt Flynn was a die. So basically what this is telling me is that I would be terrible in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be dumb, tall, and jacked. <laughs> That's uh, where I come along. Mass, what did you get? What did Cleo Mack get? Uh, I don't think it really says that. I don't know if he was on One, this list. probably. Because I don't know if you guys ever saw him take a jump shot, but it's all arms. I'd love to take mine now that I've Look, been drinking. Between our group, I don't think it's ever really been like shied upon. I'm oh, a pretty sorry. Khalil Mack got Khalil... a 17. Yeah, he got a 17. <laughs> so I'm, I'd be a bad NFL player. Great head coach. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it's a secret. I've always been a, one of the smarter of the group. Just you call me dumb. I am. <laughs> when I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> Mass, what was your score? I got a 27. 27. What did Rebecca get? 35. Right? I just want you guys to know. That I had a C plus average in college, and I'm so, doing better than what's teaching our youth. So here we have. We I'm have the wonderland. The president got a C We plus. have the mass who scored a 27, shares his score with Clay Matthews, Ugh. OJ Howard, Ugh. Ooh, a J Mart favorite, Josh Freeman. <laughs> You're average and suck. Joe <laughs> Flacco. Oh, you just suck. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, hold on. Figure that good? Oh my God. Ryan Leaf scored a 27. Oh, <laughs> oh no. What a bust. Dude. Rich Gannon. Dude, and Brandon <laughs> Whedon. <laughs> Holy shit. What? This is better than Bourbon County. <gasps> what? Save it for the review. What is it? Save it for the review. Oh, my God. Now, I, I on the, the Wonder Look, I scored a 20. Now, my goal was to not lose to Kyle. So I'm happy that I did That's that. It's fairly easy. <laughs> But um, so my score of a twenty. If I scroll here, I I match up with. Uh, let's get to the top. Uh, Ryan Shazier. Fantastic. Deshaun Watson. Pretty good. Teddy Bridgewater. Sucks. <laughs> Derek Carr. Uh, Guys. Mike Vick. Uh, it's a funny name. Jonathan Stewart. Melvin Gordon. Corey Clement. So some good names there. I'd be a decent ball player. So you'd be that guy that's kind of like whatever in the league. Yeah. I mean, Melvin Gordon's not a whatever running back. Everybody else is. Besides Ryan Shazier. Can I interject just for a second? Mike Vick was a Congratulations. You're going to be a running back that occasionally has knee problems, and when you don't have knee problems, you break your spine. And you're you're confused about being Ty Gurley all the time. I just want to interject just for a second. Now, Kyle and I went to high school together. Same grade. Now, Mock, you went to school a year above. Now, here's the deal. Heaven. Kyle scored a 15. Kyle would have copied off my homework, <laughs> and I would have lost my homework, and Kyle would have got credit for his. <laughs> you would have copied off my homework. So, that's incorrect. We shared the amount of splits. All we right, split. Mock. Geometry, so, I then, failed hold on. pride. All right, all right, all right. You're helping me out. So, with a score of a 15, Kyle, you share with Jim Kelly. Hall of Famer. Vince Young. Socks. I have his jersey. Terry Bradshaw. Hall of Famer. Uh, Devontae Booker. Whatever. Josh Brown. Sucks. Michael Crabtree. Kind of good. Yeah. 
But you also lost to LeGarrette Blunt. Oh. Two time Super Bowl champ. That's right. Well, more than but two. I'm a two time Hall of Famer. Is he? Oh, wait. No, he's hold three on. time, right? Was Terry Bradshaw's on here twice, so I don't know which one got a 16 he took it twice. and which one he got retried. a 15. <laughs> you know what? That just means I'm the better player overall. Oh, you lost to Lev Bell, so pay him. Whatever. Now, Rebecca, what was your overall score? Wait. Not the percentile, like the, the number. 34 out of 50. 34. 34. All right. I'm smarter than Kendall because he didn't take it. That's what he what's does. The, what's the two-letter initial for Maine? Emmy. Emmy. MW. Uh, so, Rebecca, with a score of 34, <laughs> scored the same as <laughs> scored the same as Luke Keekley. Good. Good ball player. Future Hall uh, of Goes downhill really quick with Ryan Tannehill. Future Hall of Famer. Uh, she beat Tom Brady by one point. Yes! <laughs> Doesn't mean That's anything. That's the most emotion I've ever seen Rita show on the she show. She also beat Nathan Peterman by one point. You suck. <laughs> why, why did she suck for that? Six Super Bowls versus six why, picks a game. You know why she sucks? Because go ahead and rename the people I'm in the same category as. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I forgot what number you had. Better than her. 30, That's all that matters. 39. And it's screenshotted if anyone wants to verify. I'm not, I, I'm not saying you're... you're I'll oh post God. it on I'll post it. Rebecca, you lost to Post Jason it on the, Garrett. Uh, getting sports with drunk Instagram. <laughs> you can't clap. You know what though? I might have got a fifteen, but I'm pretty pump confident. Pump confident. I'm a pretty good. Uh. No. Lock your phone. So no. So that was our wonderlick. Um. Hey, you know what? Jeff didn't do his. Yeah, that's true. Jeff is usually pretty you know good what? on tests, so he Even probably would have done pretty well. Fantastic on the reading. Terrible on the map. Listen, he would have been good at the essay, and I would have been good at the essay too. And you know what's not featured on this test? The essay. <laughs> Actually, we took the pre SAT, I got the perfect score on the essay. Did you really? Yep, Miss Wertheim said it. I was oh. like, you're a, you're an old hag. Speaking of Miss Wertheim, Souls committed fraud for me. Changed my grade <laughs> in high school because she was not diligent about closing her files. Yep. All right, if you guys want to know a quick story. Kendall had a C minus in English. <laughs> My, I uh, went into her grade book and gave him a B plus. That's actually right. pretty impressive. It was uh, junior year, right? Yep. Yep. I had an A minus in general English. Did, I were suck. You, were you just helping out and changed it, or did well, you it was this? open. I was like, "What's Kendall's grade? C minus? He's gonna get a B." Did me a favor, big time. <laughs> like, was it one of those written books, or was it on the computer? on the computer? On the computer. On the computer. Gonna say no way she didn't recognize the change in handwriting, especially if it's yours. Oh, this lady was like 97 years old. (laughs) And I'm not gonna lie, I have pretty good handwriting, so at the time I could have mastered it. In that split second, though. Yeah. Yeah, First of all, we we read the same book for three months in a row. (laughs) What book was it? Animal Farm. Can I tell you, this story is getting more and more (laughs) Rita esque. Just more and more nonsense facts. Did you see that thing I posted in the group chat on Instagram to Kendall? Bob no, I, I yeah. can view the it. train track things. I had to follow that account to oh. watch it, but or you see didn't it. Post a picture of a train track going straight, and then it was a picture of like the biggest interchange you could possibly imagine, and then it was like me telling a story versus my girlfriend telling a story, <laughs> and I was like, "This is the most Kendall post I've ever seen in my life." Talk about yourself. Do you have a random football player this week? 
Oh, yeah, we never did that. I actually did have something, but it wasn't going to be a random NFL player. Oh, okay. I have to relook up the stat. It was going to be in dedication to Ted Lindsay. Br- Brandon Waller. <laughs> Brandon Waller. Um, Thank you for reminding me, Mass. Yeah. What a dick. Um, I can't oh, afford man. much more. First thing that pops up when you type in Ted Lindsay is, is Ted Lindsay still alive? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but... Quick Yahoo answer, no. Um... It should be at my house in three to four days. Has everybody ever seen the uh, Yahoo Answers pregnant video? Probably. <laughs> um, I wish we uh, okay, I, set uh, up our own combine. We keep talking about it. This, this it summer, we got to do the pass Look, punt I have I have expressed that I would be willing to do it. I know. I, we. I think this upcoming spring we should put together the money from everybody everybody should pitch in we should get a wwe championship belt or one of those custom ones we can get a custom one with our logo on it and then everyone ships in and once a month we do some sort of athletic thing (laughs) and the winner gets the belt cartwheel Dad, I know I'm being funny. Creed. Can I wear my <laughs> like, Sam Bradford jersey every time? No, yeah, that's fine. No, burn I mean, that. But it could be something like I think it should be like kind of like a track and field type event, not like track and field. But I, mean, I got you. Like, something like okay, because Kyle like, heard all your know, like, things. Like everyone takes ten free throws. We do ten slow pitch softball hits for the fences. Uh, you know, and it's like and, and things like that. And then because it'd be great. Imagine we all miss every free throw. Nobody hits a home run, and we all get heart attacks trying to sprint for a forty-yard dash. It would be fantastic. The winner uh, would be Kendall because he's probably going to die the soonest. Who, anyway. who would win the forty-yard dash? Kendall. Oh, Kendall would win, but that's because he wouldn't give up. <laughs> Kendall would chop his own dick off and throw it past the finish line just to win. Who would win the free throws? <laughs> Me. Probably Jeff. No. <laughs> Actually, Mass. Here's the thing. What? I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty good like, from the stripe. Like, Pretty good from the stripe. All right. I think Paul. In honor of Ted Lindsay, I want you guys to the, take this. Rest in peace. I'm going to give you guys the, the slogan about him and his nickname. Okay? The slogan about him was Badass on the Ice, Gentleman Off. And his old nickname was Old Scarface. Okay. How many stitches did Ted Lindsay accrue in his playing career? Oh. 2,412. Jesus okay. Christ. Hmm. Around the horn is only if everybody is way right? off. Right. No, way off. I'm gonna go ahead and go with one, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Kendall, do you have a guess? Yeah. No, 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 no. In the middle. <laughs> Make mock uh, Well, I, I, listen. It's not that I want to go. I just want a baseline because I know Kyle just threw it out. Kendall's gonna have a ridiculous one. So I just want to see which way. Twenty-three. On the ice, gentlemen off. Kendall, don't answer. Old Scarface was his nickname. All Make right. mock answer. Thirty-four. 34? You're wrong. This guy's a hockey player. He probably had that in the first period All of his first right. game. Fine, 108. I I say a cool 1,200. Just say 600, you bitch. I've never received a stitch. I've seen a lot of stitches. I think it's it's really easy to is throw like a number the, around. I had my penis stitched one. Is it like how is many times he got Ooh, stitches, yikes. or is it the number of stitch in the... Stitches, number of stitches. Okay. You scored less than me, and you're a teacher. But I got all of the 214, Riddler. You don't know that. You got more, you got more you than me. She always talks when I have the microphone off. What'd you say? 214. 214. So, give me, give me a, 
a number that you think would denote everybody being way off. How many? Just give me a number. 500. All right. You guys are all saved and around the horn. Okay. Kyle, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> but in your being an asshole to mock, you won. Because it was 642. Jesus. I win. That seems so low. I don't. I haven't watched enough hockey yet to yeah, know remember that's though, when you low. get hit with a puck, not that much of it hits your face. What position did Philip Lindsay play? It doesn't matter when they. Philip Lindsay? He's a running back. <laughs> <laughs> Undrafted. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. He's a winger. Thank I'm you. sorry. Why? You have to deal with that's me on your way home. No, I don't. Kind of do. You sleep in the candles. You live with me. I live with Samantha. This You're right. This is. I live there too. I want you to know that the amount of shoveling so I did is going to keep me from having to pay rent. Yeah, that's smooth enough where I can drink it though. Which is... I said we were going to talk about the combine, but did anybody really do any combine homework? Yeah, I did. Did anybody who matters do combine homework? Mass, you know, let me tell you this: I'm going to beat your ass in the mock draft. Oh, Mike there's got to be they... wagers. There's got to be good <laughs> wagers for this. You know why? Push-ups. You can have DK Metcalf in the first round, and you're wrong. <laughs> you don't think he's going in the first round? No. Uh, first. No, no, no. Time. That's what he said. First time. That's what he said. All right, then first fifteen. I think you guys. No, no, no. That's not what you said. You said first round. Private stock back, bitch. This is what I'd like. This is what I'd like to have. Come here. I think so. Kyle wants to do it where it's a point if the player is drafted at that position, half a point if the team drafts him. I don't care how the fuck we do this. And and Mass wants to include trades. I think you guys should do. I didn't say include trades. Yes, you did last show when we were off the air. You said I think we should include trades because trades happen. Blah blah blah. I think you each should come up with your own mock drafts the way you guys want to do it. Every pick you get wrong is a shot of graves. Oh. No. No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I won't participate. Like... No, you will. Fine. Fine. No, I'll make you one better. I'll make you one better. I'll make you one better. No graves. Kendall will make a mock draft. Everyone he gets wrong, you guys do a shot of private stock. I hope no. No. Uh, <laughs> Matt. So much. <laughs> See, the thing is, That's thirty two shots of peace. Just print out his arch nemesis is the bird. What's his name? Oh, like a bird. You're talking about from uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what the fuck's his name? You got the gray hair with the sharp pointy yeah, nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yes, souls. Um, he always does the draft. Uh, fuck's his name? Uh, Mel Kiper. Kiper. Mel Kiper. Thank yeah. you. Fuck Mel Kiper. First, that's like a bird. Yeah. I think the way we should do it. Just establish it now. If they get to the if, if they get drafted by the pick. So if Oakland's picking seventh, I don't know when they're picking. I forgot. Okay, so they're picking fourth. If they're picking fourth and they trade to the Steelers, and the Steelers draft the guy you had the Raiders drafting, you should get a point. Yeah. By the num- by the number pick, it's it's a half a point. By the real pick, it's a f- full point. Ooh. By the vomit in my car, <laughs> it's McDonald's. <laughs> All right, so, so by, by the number, quick. it's a half point. By the team, it's a half point. By both, it's a full point. No. Team full point. That's what I just fucking said. No, it's a half point, you right, cocksucker. Right. We have a drunk guy and a confused guy, so we're just going <laughs> to... If the Raiders are picking fourth, and you have them picking DK Metcalf, let's just say that you do. If the Raiders pick DK Metcalf, you get a full point. If the Raiders trade that pick, and whoever gets the pick picks DK Metcalf, you get a half point. Yes. That's it. End of story. All right. So if the Raiders pick DK Metcalf later, you don't get any points for that. You get one point. No. Yes, I said full point. No matter. We we should figure this out. Off the air. Sober minds. I'm gonna make the rules. You know what? You make the rules. We're all gonna do it. We're all making a full seven round mock draft. 
Fuck no, I'm not doing that. Seven rounds. Nope. It's got to be full seven rounds. For every pick you don't make, shot of graves. Every pick you get wrong, Kendall has to drink a shot of graves. <laughs> no problem. Picking all UDFAs for my draft. I'm picking Joe Mixon for every pick. Just don't pick <laughs> Jeffrey Simmons to the fifth round. I'm really Kyle concerned about the ride home. Yeah, we're starting to derail here. <laughs> Kylie Hiccups when he's really drunk, right? Yeah, it usually leads to him throwing up. You don't know me. <laughs> yes, I do. Kyle, you're not getting fries because they always end up under my seat. <laughs> That's 100% right. <laughs> Does anybody have any sports things you'd like to talk about to close out the show? <laughs> Nothing, Mark? I, I'm I'm spent. You're spent on yeah. a thing? Red Baron, uh, anything on your mind? <clears throat> Yes, I was actually kind of... So, is you all right over there? Yeah. <laughs> Should you go upstairs? Yeah. Well, go. I can't. What do you, what do you mean? You, you got it. No, no gotta... this is an all-fair discussion. Let's talk sports. Look, if he vomits, he vomits. He's going to vomit. Well, we can't, we can't, he can't vomit down here. No. I'm not. I'm just stuck here. <laughs> okay. All right, sports. Okay. What do we got? So, I guess I was, you know, with, you know, spring training and all that, you know, fun stuff. It seems like every year there's one team that kind of either loses or struggles versus a college team. What do we think this year is going to be? This is t- always a year. You should be the Pirates. The Pirates used to be every year they would <laughs> they would lose to the college team. College playing. teams are over with your cock, dick. Cop, stop. Are you serious? <laughs> they, they don't. They they play through the first three weeks. No, only the first few games play the college teams. Forget it. Forget. It. I'm spent. Thanks, Souls, who is sober enough to remember that fact. I'm 100% sure. <laughs> Get a glass of water. No, only the first, for first, few, first few games play the college teams. Other than that, it, it's all pro teams. Well, perhaps I misremembered. I mean, who better to but know than Souls? Guys, nobody knows better than I Souls. distinctly Souls remember the Pirates losing, you know... <laughs> Midway through spring training. You guys think the Lightning are going to go all the way this year? No. Nah. No. Every the Penguins because they're better. Well, Mass, we'll do this real quick. You, so, we picked through randomness that you were going to be a Vegas Golden Knights fan. No, I, I told you that I haven't decided my team yet. No, but it was picked at random that you were going to be a Knights fan. No, I came in and told you that I was going to be a Knights fan. And then I all right, well, you got to pick a team. So, you have to pick I haven't, I haven't chosen a team. you got to pick a team. Can I have a week? No. Why? Because... I no, I'm vetoing you. Anyways, what's your question? No, you're picking. You're, you're waiting. Well, my question was based off your favorite team. Mark, Mark is a die-hard Knights fan, big time. What do you think about Ryan Reeves? Love him. He's a real goon, right? Nah, he is. Damn. <laughs> 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 uh. Alright, let's, let's get, let's, you know what, we'll just, yeah, we'll just we gotta get him out of here. <laughs> no, he's got himself out of here. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Just use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's Trout not going to the Phillies or throwing up in your own mouth. Kyle's awake now. <laughs> Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify and we're on PPRN every Monday night from 8 to 11. Wherever you find podcasts and radio shows, you find us. Be sure to check out all the other shows on PPRN. Tomorrow, Kendall and I will be on the Peter Pino Show from 7.30 to 10.30. Yeah. He comes back Wednesday nights, mixtape Saturdays, bunch of good stuff happening. Check it out. Anybody who has a PPRN app that's listening, 
we're gonna fix. We gotta do some maintenance on the app again because I got. I don't know if anybody else did. I got a notification that the Peter Pino yeah, show past couple weeks starting yeah, at seven or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe everybody has a couple beer reviews to get to, right? Well, let's start off with the, the the around the horn review. Not not doing around the horn. Um, but what did you guys think of the Crown Royal Peach, Kendall? I I loved it a lot. You know, it's something that you, you hear peach a lot of times. Way too sweet, too syrupy. Not the case. And uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna buy you another one because this was really abused tonight. And by uh, I brought it, I bought it for the show. Well, I appreciate it, but I, I'd like to enjoy it with you. Souls, what did you think of the peach? Great. Right. <laughs> I, I actually liked it and I typically don't like peach things. You also don't like brown liquor. Yeah. Brown. You work for Esquire? <laughs> Mass? Um the Mass typically doesn't like uh peach things, nor does he like What any... are you guys the same person? No. no. Um They like boobs, not butts. Yeah. Wait, no, other way around. Nope. Um, Peaches or butts. I, I enjoy I enjoy butts. Continue the review. We gotta get souls out of here. It was, <laughs> it was very good. I usually don't like whiskey like that, but it was very good. I, it was something that I could drink. I just think it kept up with the traditional crown flavors, like the apple and the Come vanilla and all that. Like it, sweet flavors that weren't sweet. And, uh, okay, peach go inside. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Every crown like flavor, I, in, ju- in ju- I love every crown thing that's come out. Somebody I'm should really go get no, the caramel is bad. I like this all the car. Oh Listen. my! It's just you're a slave to alcohol. <laughs> that's not true. It was uh, so bad. That's the type of thing that Are you going to get them. Probably it would be. I I couldn't have a, like a whole bottle. Like, you can't do mixed drinks or whatever. That you can do like a shot or two. But yeah. I, I Rebecca, like you I've may been, want to clear I've the splash. I'm very happy. Well, listen, the souls. You can't puke down here. This the is crown reserve. You may want to clear the splash then. Just yeah. sharp and go. Beer reviews, mass. You had two different beers today? I had two different beers. I started off with the Spectral Beast from Relic Brewing. Um, it was all right. I mean, it was a pretty basic porter, nothing special. I gave it two and a half out of three or two and a half out of five stars. I'd get it again, but it wouldn't be the first beer I go to. Eight days a week from uh, Beard Brewing Company. Um, three stars. Uh, it took me a little while. It was my first American Pale Ale that I tried. Um, had a little bit of citrus flavors. Uh, it took me a little while to get used to it, but once I did, it was very, very good. Fair. I started off with the Next Coast IPA from Goose Island. About 11 bucks. I got it special. Um, uh, 7% alcohol. Uh, it's kind of a straw golden color. Uh, uh, an aroma of citrusy floral as well as the flavor kind of matched the floral citrusy type taste. Very tasty. Uh, I and Probably between the, the Goose Island IPAs, which the second, the second one I... Rivers to help me because I can never remember uh, the yeah, second yeah. the second IPA they have. It's just uh, goose IPA. Yeah. You goose should goose not be IPA. drinking anymore of that. I preferred this to that. An awesome, awesome bottle design. Uh, I loved it. Um, very drinkable. Uh, hits the juicy notes just like we predicted. Uh, I gave it three stars. Uh, would have it again, sure. And then I closed out today with Crucial Mass from uh, Mox Collection here uh, from Counterweight, eight percent. Uh, straw color, kind of like a bread earthy aroma with a, a citrusy earthy flavor. Uh, a little heavy. Uh, I feel like this would be really good on draft rather than can. I don't know why I said that, but I just I feel that way. Uh, a sweetness to it. I give that to a three three stars, and I I maybe get it again. Uh, Mark, can you give a beer review? No. A punka blanca. How was it? <laughs> Pretty good actually. Would you get it again? Yeah. How many stars? Four. Four out of five? Yep. Wow. 
How many did you have? Two, one and a half. Three <laughs> quarters. A lot of private stock tonight. That's the problem when the private stock tastes good. Yeah. Drink yeah. more of it. Would um, I think? Would I get it again? Oh yeah. Right, oh I started, yeah. I started off with the Buddy Sprinkle Saves the Day IPA from Ketchup <laughs> Brewing. Uh, straw colored, uh, citrusy and floral notes. Same with the taste. Um. And it was very hazy and bitter. Uh, had a very smooth taste with a nice bite at the end of it, which is what I kind of like on IPA. I gave it three and a half, and I said, sure, I would get it again. I followed that up with the Space in Between, which is an undefined ale from Lawson's. Same people who make Sip of Sunshine. Straw-colored, uh, bread and grainy aromas, uh, flavor. I couldn't really define it, which is funny because it's undefined. Uh, I just said <laughs> it was, Souls is finally traveling. I just said it was average. You know, it was like a serviceable beer. I gave it two and a half stars. Like, I'd drink it again, but I wouldn't buy it again. You know. Uh, is he gonna be okay going upstairs? I finished off with the Gunner's Daughter's Milk Stout from Mass Landing out of Westbrook, Maine. Dark brown, coffee and chocolatey aroma, coffee and chocolatey taste. Um, absolutely amazing. Close to the best beer I've ever had. Yeah. After drinking. Okay, after drinking <laughs> after drinking more of it, it's on par with Bourbon County. Um, the first sip really like wowed me, and as I drink it, it didn't get worse, but I like it, it's on par with Bourbon County. Plateaued which, kind of. Then plateaued. It, I mean, you were able to analyze. Yeah, it's on par with Bourbon County, which is still a very high thing yeah, for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it tastes like cocoa puff milk. Wow, it really it does. Like, it tastes like cocoa puff milk with like maybe a hint of coffee. Uh, four and a half stars, absolutely would get it again, and I have three oh. more, so I will. There you go. I uh, I had the crucial mass from counterweight. For a double, I thought it was pretty smooth. I mean, it was a little boozy, but um, as it hit like the room temperature, to me the flavor opened up big time. Um, which a lot of especially double IPAs to me they do anyway as they get warmer the flavor opens. But uh, I gave it three stars. I'd absolutely recommend it again. All right, we're a little early, but we have. <laughs> bodies to attend yeah. to um which is okay because we derailed anyway uh we're hoping that next week we'll have a little fan duel segment something yeah. in the works we gotta get to the, the the things kinked out on that and then we got some fun stuff getting to the drafts coming up soon we got the mock draft stuff free agency was going to be coming up and nba and nhl postseason's coming mlb season starts coming soon mock's going to the czech republic in the 16th the 16th so next week's my last show for two weeks so we gotta do something big for mock I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking Hennessy straight. Oh, we and got we plenty of it in his face or his butt, one or the other. <laughs> Both. <laughs> oh We're hoping God. that you're going to join us on Skype, though, right? I'm going to try to Skype in. What time is it there for Skype? Uh they're, you, they're six there? hours ahead. So two a.m. Yeah. So you could could you do two to five? I don't know if I would do the whole show, but I, I'm going to try and get in there. All right, that sounds good. All right, well, we'll figure it all out. Yeah. Things can be worked right. out. But until next week, I'm your host of Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Yep. I'm the Masker's Massey. Souls is thrown up. <laughs> and I'm the Red Baron. Yeah.